76 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And those are Mr. Rock the Farting Dad. They are Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. And if you want to kick it with us, the place we'd love for you to do that is our Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. You can uh, hang out with a cool, but small, yet dedicated group of toy aficionados on there. Um, as well as if you would like to see links to everything we're talking about, including all these links on how to kick it with us, visit our website at openyourtoys.com. At the top of the page, you'll see a link to the show notes. There you will find all all of this information, um, how you can subscribe to us through RSS, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Smart Radio. If you just want to follow the show, know when new episodes are posted, you can do that at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. We also have Twitter at openyourtoyscast, Instagram at openyourtoyscast, email team at openyourtoys.com, and then voicemail at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. Miss Mr. Stark, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, I, you said you were uh, painting a room today. Did you Did you finish? Is there a nice fresh coat of paint? No, I. I you know, you know what's what What's the worst about painting is you have to do the trim. Yeah, the press. And so you have to you have to cut you have to cut everything in like the ceiling area. That's it's just so hard to do that, you know. <laughs> so I you agree. have to cut the whole room in, and you got to do the corners, and you got to you got to do all that before you can even get your satisfaction. Because the rolling is <laughs> is easy, you know. Rolling's the fast one, but it's yeah, it just honestly, I ended up just cutting it in. I didn't even get a chance to paint it, you know, because like I said, it's just a lot of work. Even in the closet, you got to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it does. It looks like trash until that final Oh yeah, it's step. a disaster right now. It looks like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a mess right now. Oh, Last shit. winter we, we redid our living room and the secret to cutting it in, my wife took the smallest paintbrushes possible, like you'd use for model painting, mm -hmm. and she was on the ladder and she literally spent you know, dipping it into the little tray and just <laughs> I mean, inch well, by inch uh, by inch, yeah. where I'm there just slapping it on the roller. Well, just like, oh. yeah, you, you just all you do, all you need is you just need a brush that's angled, you know, that's a made purdy. for cutting. Yeah, purdy brush. Yeah, the purdies. The I mean, it's a purdies are a good name. I, I don't know. I, I don't know which one I have. I think it starts with an S, but whatever. Um, yeah, you just it, it does take time. But the real trick to it is is to get enough paint on there that you you know you can kind of uh 
don't apply a lot of pressure, but get enough paint on there that you can start a line. I would recommend starting a little bit lower than the actual ceiling. So like maybe an inch down just to get the feel of the brush. And then once you got the feel of the brush, just take it up to the top and then just start, just start moving slowly and then just kind of press a little bit, a little bit of pressure. And you'll start seeing that paint on just those edge, like very top bristles, they'll start making that line. And then once you have that line, then you can just, you know, brush uh, like two inches wide, you know, and then you're good. All you need is two inches, you know, so, and then you can roll it after you're done. So, See, yeah, I've I'm... bought, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I've bought those other things where it's like, uh, it's an edger that's on I the tried wheels. those. I tried <laughs> all garbage. those. Disaster. Oh, yeah. Disaster. Oh, all Yeah. No, I tried all those edgers. Uh, yeah. Now I'm just, that's it. I just have to do it like the pros do it. And they, like I said, they just use an angled brush for cutting. So. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm still a big paint fan uh, or paint fan, big tape fan. Invest in a good painter's tape and and tape it off. That's how. I yeah, do but, it, but but if but the ceiling is really hard to do because it, it if is. if yeah. if you try to tape like it, unless you have a flat ceiling, a lot of ceilings nowadays are not uh, flat. They have what they call like knockdown on it, where it's uh it's not popcorn of the eighties, but it's like knock knockdown where oh, it's you, you, right. your ceiling. Yeah, see ours. Our house is so old it doesn't have that, but you're right. I, okay. I do, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a texture. Um, it's like I said, it's not like popcorn of the 80s. It's mm. just what they did is they took popcorn and then they they take a, you take like a, a like a, a trowel or uh, and you just you just literally knock down that those those humps and it, it makes this flatter like flatter looking pattern. But so you don't have it's not sheetrock. You're, yeah, you're it's sheetrock, but you put the sheetrock up, and then you you put a texture on it, a knockdown texture. Yeah. Okay, I'm not familiar with that because I know like my house is, we moved in when the house was like four months old. They because I know they tape the edges, and then they spackle over the tape to make a seam, where they connect. Yeah, yeah. The pieces. yeah. But what is that? What's on your ceiling? Is your ceiling perfectly smooth, or does it have a little bit of a knockdown texture on it? No, it's smooth. It's sheetrock. It's perfect. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know it's. I know it's sheetrock. We all have sheetrock. <laughs> I I've yeah, never we... heard that term knockdown before. All right. Oh, right. Oh, see. Well, and okay. may, how yeah. old is I've your house? I've never heard that. Maybe that's is that a. It's, I mean, we moved. It's fourteen years old. Oh, see, you should have a texture on your seat. Mine, mine is perfectly flat, like he's like he's talking about. It okay. is. It is perfectly flat because. My house is made in 55, you know, so, um, but yeah, that's crazy. So yours, yours doesn't have a texture, huh? The same texture you have on sheetrock in the, on the walls. Well, the same sheetrock doesn't have a texture. It's, 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 yeah. She, sheetrock is flat. There's, it's, it's the same, it's the same texture. I mean, that's why I'm, huh. yeah. Cause I mean, I, I'm like i've never heard of that term knockdown before okay, i'm gonna take a picture of my darn <laughs> ceiling it's a pretty it, it's like a decorative it's i don't know how to explain it here well, yeah because i, I told you this it's a different kind i mean we friends of ours have like huge swirls in um popcorn uh, like lotus was saying was super i know popular popcorn. yeah so knockdown is just the same thing as popcorn but it, it's a different it's a flatter texture you know 
It, All right, I just sent I just sent a picture. Okay, I just sent a picture. So oh yeah, mine don't look like. All right, so that's that's not so. And that's been your old house. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I see yours. So your yours now now rock. That is actually that is that is definitely a texture, but yeah. it's not knocked down. But it is it is texture. So what they did is they sprayed a texture on it, but they didn't knock it down. Yeah, the ceilings were spray paint. Well, they they spray painted that part of the house yeah. when they did it. They did like with a big, uh, like a Wagner power sprayer kind of thing. Right, right. Because right. the whole house was one color. We moved in. It was like all the ceilings were white, and every room was tan. Right. So, well, there you, you can go, see my guys. wonderful, and you can see my wonderful paint job too. <laughs> I do. I see your paint job. I wasn't oh, going to say anything. That, yeah, I slapped that shit on. I didn't care. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Oh, I slapped that shit on. I didn't care. Nobody's right. in this room but me. Enough of a open your paint cast here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all so, right. Yeah. Rot, or wait, Lotus, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, they can head over to they can head over to YouTube and, and watch videos of, of what I collect. And uh, I just actually released a, a video today. So. Oh, nice. I was going to say I added I added a bunch of videos on like Thursday or Friday and still hadn't seen anything. So. It's kind of sad, but it's a video. So. <laughs> it's not as it's not as sad as rocks. So it may it may bring tears to your eyes. <laughs> it may bring tears to your eyes. Uh, and uh, it is uh, it's because of the music that I chose for it. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how everyone reacts to it. That's awesome. Uh, Rock, where can people find you, sir? Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Rock the Farning Dad. I almost made another YouTube video this weekend. It was going to be me smashing all my Terminator stuff. If this thing, but that's a, on another subject. The oh, new movie was terrible. I was going to say you came oh, out horrible. there for a second, but I assumed you were going to oh. rant about Dark Fate. <laughs> oh God, it was uh, it was the wokest. They made the Terminator woke. It was horrible. Oh, I don't even want to get into it, but it, my boss was making fun of me. He goes, are you going to go home and smash all your Terminator stuff now? <laughs> and I was like, it's attempted to. <laughs> but that's uh, but that's not another thing. But yeah, uh, that's the, I'm on the usual places. You can find me. Nice. YouTube, Facebook, especially in the group. Yeah, we, we had our choice between uh, uh, Zombieland Double Tap and, and Dark Fate and I'm very happy we chose Double Tap <laughs> after seeing what people... Zombie Land Two was fun. I saw that with my son. It was good. I I yeah, really best... liked. I really liked the extra character that added a lot of fucking comic relief to it. That was, she was hilarious. Yeah, and I think the best part was actually the end credit scene. Oh, you know what? I think we left. No, because there was one right after it. Right, there the Bill Murray scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. That was that was great. So, um, right on. Uh, well, if you want to find me, I'm at Facebook at Open Your Toy or shit, Facebook.com/slash Open Your Toys. Um, I'm at Slick McFavorite on Instagram. Don't really do the Twitter anymore. Um, so yeah, hit me up Slick at OpenYourToys.com as well for the old people email. Um, all right. What are we drinking? You got your Bubba keg? You got your Bubba keg, Mr. Stark? Actually, uh, I'm, I'm drinking some Fiji apple, uh, water. 
It's uh, you know, it's one of those it's one of those Walmart <laughs> sparkling waters. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. the ones for fifty four cents. Yeah. Now, is it one of the uh, like artificially sweetened ones? So yeah. It still has yeah. Sweeteners in it? Okay. Yeah, it's the zero 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 zero. Somehow, it's all zeroed out, and uh, it gives you it gives you a little bit of a headache. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I like their uh, cherry lime one. Which, oddly enough, that that'll be a callback to mine. But uh, well, awesome! It's good. I was literally just telling friends of ours today that we do a "What are we drinking?" segment, and you're always drinking the same LG fridge water. So I, I I'm glad. I will be glad to report to them that you broke out of that for this episode. Well, yeah. I mean, I've. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I've been drinking water the whole day. I just happen to have a little bit of this left over, so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to use it up. I I only have maybe an inch left in the bottle. So, <laughs> nice. anytime I do a project, like I try to like get something like to keep me going. So yeah. if I'm doing a project, like I'll go from you know water to like I said, this was these were like fifty four cents. So nice, yeah, got to switch it up, keep yourself motivated. Yep. Nice. What about you, Rock? You going? You drinking some booze there? Come on, Sunday no. afternoon. God damn no. It. I've, I've actually I've been sick for a month now oh since I've been to God. Baltimore since Comic Con. Yeah, Jesus. I've I've been sick for a month. I went to Baltimore Comic Con, came home, then I just had a business trip. I had to go to uh, fly to Baltimore, then Pittsburgh, back and forth at a convention for a week there. I had this. Uh, I I just cannot shake this cough like concrud. So I'm just having a cup of coffee with some caramel macchiato creamer. Oh, nice. Kind of nice. kind of boring, but I've just been between the cough syrups and the steroids and the <laughs> antibiotics. I've been on deoxycycline twice in the last month. Wow. And, and wow. that's super oh yeah, I just cannot shake whatever this is. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Rock. But it's okay. No, I'll be booze. I, I didn't really even booze it up in the, on my trip. My my boss likes to really drink it up, and I really didn't partake, except for I had five uh, slush puppies at the hibachi restaurant. Other than that, I didn't really drink too much. <laughs> it was a it was a martini that tasted like Kool Aid. They called it a slush puppy. It was uh, I don't know if you guys like those kind of drinks. It was raspberry rum, blue curacao, and a bunch of other liquors. It was kind of crazy, but. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just some boring old coffee for me tonight. Yeah, and I don't know if this speaks to my alcoholism or not, but my favorite thing to do when I'm sick is just get drunk off of my ass. It's probably the most anti-productive thing to do when you're fighting a cold. But oh, that's just knocking worse, myself right? knocking myself out with booze is my favorite thing. <laughs> mm. I know, Lotus. Go mm. ahead, pass your judgment. No, I'm not passing judgment. I just, <laughs> it's just, it's not, not good for you. No, no, I agree. Um, well, I am drinking Smirnoff Ice Smash. It is, wow, it's 8%. Jesus, this is cherry plus, plus lime. So I'm a, I'm a big cherry lime. Like, I, do you guys have Sonics where you're at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cherry lime, I grew up on cherry limes and cherry lime slushes. Like they were my, my jam as a kid. And then, uh, not that it's really cherry lime, but I'm a big Shirley Temple fan, 
that kind of thing. Um, so anytime I see something new, cherry lime, I'm all about it. Like I was saying with those Walmart waters, that's what I get there. Um, but this is... You, you know, you know. Uh, before you go into your description oh, yeah. there, you, you know that cherry comes from uh, beavers, beaver ass? Yes, we've talked about this before. Did we? Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I still don't believe it, but yes, we have talked about the beaver's ass before. <laughs> the beaver, beaver's a creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is awful because... I was a dog groomer, and you have to secrete dogs' anal glands. Like, whenever you see a dog scratching their ass on the carpet, it's because mm -hmm. their anal glands need to be excreted. Mm -hmm. So because I did that for a whole summer, and I do it with our dogs now, I just picture that, these big bulbous glands in a beaver's ass with somebody squeezing up like into a test tube. So you have, you have to you have to squeeze your dog's ass? Yeah, yeah, there's there's glands on either side of their asshole and you squeeze those and it'll shoot out like like Goodness. shit stores in those oh. glands. <laughs> this is That's horrible. Yes. It was so bad for all, you... Is that for all dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, done, it's more I've, the smaller dogs, I think. Uh, yes. Uh, or sorry. Yes. More smaller dogs. I was saying, eh, actually, I can't remember like doing it to a Rottweiler and like a golden retriever. But yes, smaller dogs, which that's all I've ever owned. So. But you know what? I have heard if a pit bull ever bites you and locks on to your arm, you uh, stick your finger up the dog's asshole. asshole. Yes. And that's how the dog will release its grip. I'm dead serious. Because no, I've been bit I, by a dog. No. Three times already. And that's <laughs> no, what I've heard. I've heard the exact same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's an urban legend. <laughs> now, on that colorful note, this is a, uh, a premium malt beverage with natural flavors and certified color. That's uh, brewed and bottled by the Smirnoff Company, uh, Plainsfield, Illinois. That's all there is to this. So it's good. It's it's not as good as uh, Mike's Mike's hard lemonade makes a makes a cherry lime and it's a lot better. But this has more booze. That's for sure. All right. No fucking con news. I just noticed that I should have put none on the show notes. But yeah, at least from what I saw, no con news. Um, yeah, so, it's the end of con season. Yeah, they're, exactly. they're done. All the big ones. Yeah, those those uh, those ones across the pond from the last show, that Paris and the England show, were kind of the end. And I even thought those were kind of late in the season because we had never, well, the England one we had heard before. But now with Hasbro releasing stuff at both of those cons, those truly are kind of the end of con season. Um, one more big con, if you're in the, uh, I think it's the LA area, um, Decon, Designer Con is still coming up. I think it's next weekend. Um, so that's Designer Art uh, Toys, but that's put on uh, by uh, friends of the show, the old October Toys Company. Their friends put that on in conjunction with um, them, I believe. I'm not sure if they if they're still part of it, but that's a big one for designer art uh, toys. 
people might be familiar with like uh, O'Neill design and the Glios system, Battle Tribes, all of those will have exclusives of that show. So we, we might cover a couple things here, but not really mainstream mass market toys. Um, all right, Toy News, Super 7 Reaction Transformers official picks. So we saw these at San Diego Comic-Con and looking good. Remember, I bitched about the He-Man art. I bitched about the Turtles art. And I think when you're buying these, you're not buying these for the play value in them. You're buying them because they look like a cool three and three quarter carded action figure. And they didn't disappoint me here. I like I like the art on these. Um, the price the price disappoints me. Yeah, are are they fifteen bucks or are these seventeen ninety nine? Jesus, so they went DVTS. Yeah, they're going up and up. I told yeah, you these things ridiculous. are. Yeah, that that puts a little bit of a damper, but it's one of those things that's crazy aside from jazz the rest of these i would consider focus figures for me like figures that i always strongly consider every release of them but yeah at that price oof, pricey yeah i mean they, they should if they were 9.99 i think they would fly off the shelves i oh, just feel shit, that these yeah. i think these are going to be one of those you know bbts clearance down the line kind of thing yeah i agree so may, at that price, I'll probably jump on the sound wave, and that's probably the only one. Maybe the Prime, but yeah, I like how Starscream comes with Megatron as his accessory. That's kind of cool. But yeah, I yeah I hadn't even noticed that. I think we had talked about that though that they were, I was saying they were going to go up. Um, wow. Yeah, they they seem like they've been creeping up. They I mean they came out at nine ninety nine, then they went to like eleven ninety nine, then they jumped with the masters to like fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. And now, I mean, this is this is by far the most expensive I've seen. Well, and the big thing when they were ten bucks, that's because they were being backed by Funko. So when Super Seven took the distribution rights back from Funko, that's when they started charging fifteen bucks for them. Because Funko was, you know, with their distribution, that large-scale distribution that they had, when you were finding them everywhere, yeah. you know, that's when they were 10 bucks. But as soon as it just became uh, uh, Super 7 doing it, that's when they went up. Um, but yeah, it looks like they have a wave set for February that'll include Alpha Trion, Sky or Jetfire, Mirage, Grimlock, Shockwave, rumble shrapnel and devastator the devastator would be kind of cool in that three and three quarter factor i think you know big ass combiner and a little tiny figure but yeah i'll be interested it still says the suggested retail is 15 even though everybody's listing them for 18 so maybe uh are they listed on super seven site right now maybe you'll be able to get them for 15 directly from them let's see reaction figures sorry this is the fun part of the show where i do stuff and we oh no shit oh my god they raised all their prices now too figures really that were yeah figures that were 15 bucks are now 18 dollars on super seven wow oh that's well 
they're, we're going to see if the market will bear that, right? You know? That's fucking crazy. And I'm still so pissed off those breaking figures. When they had the when they had the the actual actors' pictures on them, I was all about them. And now they have some awful ass artwork, and I could care less. I'm glad I have the like '80s neon color Comic Con exclusive three pack. Well, that's crazy. So yeah, they are going to be 18 bucks going forward. I, I might have to reconsider purchasing those then at all um a special release that they're putting out maybe this will be the the sound wave i get is they're doing a a def jam uh collab here um similar to the uh lincoln park sound wave one this is a def jam sound wave um really kind of interesting the card is sideways so it's a horizontal card instead of a vertical card. Um, Soundwave is gray. It's a reel-to-reel instead of... I mean, it's in the shape of a cassette. I guess I guess they put out cassettes that had those fancy reels like that inside of it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there was, there was always, there was always clear, clear cassettes when we were... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. just don't remember, like... The reels in there look like true school reel to reels. Yeah, know. I mean, I, I I can see what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, you remember all the the cassettes in the '90s where, you know, they had different Memorex where they were yeah. different. They're translucent. Some had hot pink colors and and yellow wheels, and there was all different types of cassettes back in the day. Yeah, I just got done watching uh, Hulu's Wu Tang series, and it was kind of cool to see that RZA like his local tape store would sell blank tapes and he bought yellow and black, uh, see-through tapes like this. And that was like, he was like, just like fucking slinging dope. You know, you need to have your own color kind of thing. But yeah, I just, the, the thing that I, I love Def Jam. I, I would say if there's any record company in history that I love the most, it'd be Def Jam. I just don't see the Def Jam homage here. Like, yeah, it's a cassette, and it has the logo, but I don't see the homage here, which is unfortunate. But anywho, uh, rumored Black Series figures. So uh, one of the first places I saw this was our group, whether they got it for one, from one of the news sites or not. Um, but the artist that does all of the black series, this is the, uh, six inch line, uh, broke this. This has a crate Luke, a commander Bly, which was the yellow phase three, uh, trooper, um, a Zeb, which I know most people are pretty excited for if you're a rebels fan. And then, uh, the one that people are really excited about is this uh six inch jar jar binks that we have coming and so am i uh we there was a post on the on the group talking about you know how jar jar's kind of made a comeback as of late considering that the guy that played him was mocked and ridiculed and all these horrible things back in the day but uh yeah, I'm excited. I I love that crate Luke, the the Force Ghost Luke. Um and my 3 and 3 quarter vintage collection one 
is just the worst fucking paint job ever. So I'll be looking for a better representation of him. Wait, you didn't call it the crate, Luke. Isn't it supposed to be the just for men, Luke? Because he's got the dyed beard. I don't want to piss off any more of the Star Wars fans. Wasn't it the just for men? Because he's got the dyed beard. He's got the shorter haircut, the darker hair. No, I'm just messing around. I don't want to get any shit from the other Star Wars fans. Oh, God. Don't worry worry about them. That that was the point of my post on there was people need to fucking stop taking shit so personally, you know. Uh, Well, the, the biggest thing is we'll get to it later about the Mandalorian. There was an article on Fox News that people were freaking out that they didn't see the Mandalorian without his helmet. It's like if you know anything about Star Wars, you know they don't take off their helmets. So how could people be freaking out about it? Yeah, they even, um, they even asked him about it, and he's like, yeah, you won't ever see my face in this show, which is crazy. But the arguments about it, it's like it's the Star Wars fans. As one of them, they're, they're beginning to be the worst. They really are. <laughs> oh shit um what was i gonna say was the the just for men that was the club though right where it grows hair and stuff like that i what i'm thinking about is that one where you combed color into your oh, beard and what's shit? that what shit called that then one? do you know what we're no, it's just for men too oh it's just for men just for men that's what it is Oh, was it just for men? Where you? Yeah, because I did that. I was on Comic Book Men two years, oh, last year, and I I grew my facial hair in, but it was most of it was gray compared to black, and I didn't realize I bought the one that's supposed to be for your head and not your face, <laughs> and I didn't realize I put the stuff on my my I rubbed it into my face, and it was more like shoe polish mixed with paint than it was. <laughs> my wife's like, you moron! The stuff went for your beard. You brush it on. It took us two hours with um, uh, whatever the stuff my wife used, nail polish remover and something else, cotton balls. We were rubbing my face to get it off. I'm trying to think what the other shit she uses. It's not nail polish remover, but it's uh, it's some of the acetone. That's what it was. Oh, my God. So I had this jet black facial hair, and then the rest of my skin was pink from using all these harsh chemicals. But yeah, because they used to have that other stuff. It was um, Len Berman from Sports Center would spray it on his bald spot. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like a paint that you spray on your head that makes your hair look f- thicker. Yeah, but I think yeah. It's, yeah, it's just for men. That's crazy. What yeah, did I say? Hair basic... club for men? Is that what I said first? No. Oh, I think you said just for men. <laughs> okay. Or... Yeah. No, I can't even remember, <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's funny because it is. It's literally. It's spray paint, so it spray paints your scalp. Yes, to be the yes! same color as your hair. You know that kind yes. of. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh Actually, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but remember in the '90s, the guy uh, Ronco. He he had all these inventions. He would have all yes. these commercials, and you know they'd have a food de- dehydrator, and he'd have a knife set, and he would you just watch him just cut stuff up and whatever. But uh, I think he also had the Floby. I'm not too sure I remember about the that, but, but one of his inventions was a powder that you put on your head and it would it was these little fine particles and so it would look like hair but it was so it wasn't painting your head um it was just like these little particles that would stick to your existing hair and it would it would simulate having additional hair pretty much 
Oh, um, maybe, so that was that, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Was it I mean a, this this is a nineties spray on? No, it was oh. a powder that would that would come out of a can and it would just shake it on your head and then you just shake your head like you know to get the majority of out of it and then it would just stick you know the little particles would stick behind. That was a nineties infomercial back in the day. <laughs> crazy. All right. Um, one more rumored Black Series figure is the uh, Heavy Infantry uh, Mandalorian. And this is where I, my assumption when I first saw this was this is the chick from the Mando, which, sp- spoiler, well, we want, yeah. uh, we'll, we're going to talk about Mandalorian at the end of the show. So. I won't even talk about it, but I thought, I thought this was her in armor, but I guess maybe it is, maybe it's not. Nobody knows exactly, but people are assuming this is from the Mandalorian TV show, um, which I think if it is her, she looks dope. Like, I like that she's a big girl, you know? I'm, I'm not one for skinny minis myself, so... Even when I was skinny myself, I still liked me a voluptuous woman. Um, next up, rumored Transformers. So, uh, Masterpiece Movie Star Scream. So, I, I know a lot of people had thought this might be a new Masterpiece Star Scream, which we may still be seeing, a G1 version. Uh, Masterpiece Movie Ratchet. Um, the Titan Scorponok that I think after seeing the Headmaster, we all assume we're going to get. And then w- the big reveal was a Commander class Skylink. So think of that uh, $80 uh, Jetfire that we got. So Did you see that? Did, did you see that too? The Jetfire was uh, Amazon had down for like 40 Forty-five bucks, I think. Yeah, yeah, because they were competing with Target. Uh, yeah, because Target with that twenty-five percent coupon, you could get it down into the forties. Yep. As well. Yes, you can have a piece of gum. <laughs> My, uh, we went to a birthday party for Little Miss McFavorite here, and uh, while while Mrs. McFavorite and I left early so we could get back to record. She got to stay with all her friends, and now she just got back and is probably looped up on sugar, huh? <laughs> How many more pieces of cake did you have after we left? Only one. Just one more piece of cake? No. Oh, just one piece of cake? I got nine after. Oh, nice. I just got one piece of cake. All right. All right, get out of here. We're talking about scary movies. <laughs> As she has her face, they had a face painter, and she's all painted up like a, like a skull, like a skeleton. All right, sorry about that, but yes, I did see that sale. Um, I got mine for forty-five from Walmart, so it wasn't enough to do the whole, yeah, uh, return and rebuy thing. But yeah, if you didn't have, I mean, it's an amazing figure for about forty to fifty bucks, in my opinion. Um, so in addition to Skylinks here, we also have uh, Quintesson, a Voyager Quintesson, a Deluxe Quintessa, 
which is weird because Quintessa is is total movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like she, yeah. I don't ever remember being in comics or it being in comics or anything. Um, and then a deluxe Runamuck as well. So, I, which I'm I don't, hot. I don't, I don't understand the Runamuck because didn't we just what that was the fans' choice thing and we got that as a deluxe, right? Not that I've seen. Oh. So I think this is the, the same fans one choice one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, awesome selection. I, I'm a I'm a movie Starscream fan, but I really like the the leader Starscream. Like to me, that's pretty damn close to a masterpiece. Um, so I'd be kind of curious what this one will be like. Ratchet, I could give a shit about, but yeah, I, I'm all about a Titan Scorponok. I love Skylinks myself. You know that episode of I forget what it was called, like Battle of the Primitives or something like that, or Call of the Primitives from G1, where it was Skylinks and Predaking and, and uh, the Terracons. Like, that's one of my favorite fucking episodes of all time. So, and being a movie fan, I'm all about a Quintesson. It It would certainly fucking drop the value of that and possible toys quintesson which goes for like 150 bucks nowadays or something yeah. like and that. that's where that toy is a crap toy yeah like it's it's like just... it... <laughs> i agree i agree i have them all i have all the impossible toys quintessons and the jailers and the and all that but yeah they are garbage so all right next up uh let's see here <laughs> Rock posted some pictures of his beard. How oh bad does my god. face look like with that paint? Oh on? my god, dude! <laughs> now, <laughs> that's awesome. Just because you didn't want some gray? Oh my god! Yeah, because it was supposed to be a Kevin Smith. What happened was it was Kevin Smith's birthday. What happened was for Kevin Smith's birthday. He wanted to have the most amount of cosplayers dress up as him and si- Jay and Silent Bob. So I went to Connect- I went to uh, New Jersey, and I, they were saying how you need to be in very appropriate attire or you will be disqualified. So Kevin Smith doesn't have any grain in his beard. So I'm like, Back oh, there, shit, yeah. I, I don't want to be disqualified. So I went there with the trench coat and the hat on backwards and the T-shirt and the jeans and – Literally at like ten o'clock at night, I'm dying my beard, and my this is when my wife's like, "I can strangle you right now." You're trying to clean that shit off, and you could see, I don't know what I painted worse, my ceiling and the edges of my room or my face that day. No, I mean that is that is just totally laughable. I that's horrible. Like to put, I mean, you you would probably have to use a lot of acetone, and acetone is very. It's like you're not supposed to even touch it with your skin, and you're putting that on your face. Well, I do spray trees for a living, so I do. I'm used wow. to dealing with chemicals I shouldn't be touching all day. Uh, but yeah, not. I, I have to. I'm going to have to share those pictures with the group once the episode drops because it's. I had to document it. I'm just like, why did you put it so high up on your? Because like, I'm did stupid. You put it where there was so much not not hair. Yeah. Why? Why didn't was, you just you do know, it, it on was your like beard? A gel. When I, well, you know what it was? It was. It was like a slimy gel when you mixed it. First of all, oh. I've never dyed my hair before. Like I've never had highlights or anything. I've never done the tips. 
So wh- what do I know? I'm just slapping this shit on my face. Yeah, I I definitely made a big mistake. When you guys, when this episode drops, I'm going to have to post these pictures because otherwise you guys are going to be clueless. But you guys will get a good laugh out of this one. Then the, I did. I purposely documented. I wanted to see the before, the during, and the after. And it's just like, oh, man, I don't know how I got almost up to my eyeballs. Like, it was... <laughs> oh, God. Live and learn, fellas. Live and learn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, more more rumors for uh, Transformers here. Uh, Deluxe Shrapnel, Deluxe Bumblebee. Uh, I don't know why they're making these things deluxe. Is a Deluxe Trailbreaker? He should be a Voyager, in my opinion, but maybe I'm really. Not. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, deluxe Sunstreaker, Deluxe Tracks, Needle Nose. Uh, which didn't we just get the needle nose in the Target Masters, or is that not one we got in that last? Mm, I don't know. Sounds familiar. Uh. But anyways, Voyager class blaster. Then we get the, and then another Skywarp, uh, which that's probably uh, probably fine because we're getting the uh, Starscream unknown class Megatron. This was still an unknown class Quintessa exclusive conehead three pack and then an exclusive deluxe runabout for your run amok so yeah i mean again all the i mean all the chatter i see on all the groups is you know it for the people that like hasbro are super excited about this uh this earth rise line i'm just like oh god i just I am so perfectly fine with my chug shit. I, I don't know. I don't think I need to rebuy everything just because it's even more G1 accurate. Like, if I want G1 accurate, I buy Masterpiece, right? Not a whole nother set of chug scale figures. But who knows? Um, Snake Mountain Test Shot. Yeah, this, yes. thing is, this thing is huge. Jeez, that's right. Where? I was just like, where would you put this? I mean, I don't know. The The waterfall looks dope and translucent like that. I'm sure it'll, it'll be the painted, like, pink translucent water, but it looks dope. It looks amazing. Like, the sculpting on it, the detail they were able to maintain on it, because that was my thing. I thought it would soften up quite a bit. Well, you're going to lose, you're going to probably lose a little bit. This was just the, uh, I think he was talking about, it's just the prototype plastic, you know, where it's, they did it all in like a blackish, I mean, black just brings out tons of detail. So I think you'll lose a little bit once it's colored purple, maybe. But man, it looks freaking good. Like, it it does. It's still for order. Like, you can still order it on Entertainment Earth right now. What are you going to do with it? Well, not me. I'm no, I, no, I'm just people, saying. But... What, what, what is everyone going to do with it? It's just such a large piece. I just don't really. I don't know what you're going to actually where you would actually put it, unless you have a reserved, you know, space. Yeah, I mean, you would have room for it, right? Like, if you got. Well, I'm not talking about couple. me. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I, know, I, I, no I, I know you, but I'm just saying. I'm sure there's lots of lots of collector. Lots of collectors are not poor like me, which barely has any display space. I I would assume, hopefully, most collectors 
have some expendable income and are not teetering on bankruptcy because they're collecting toys and have a larger house where they could display something like this. I mean, Rock, if if you absolutely had to have this, would you be able to make space for it or it'd just be out of the question? I mean, to me, I, I, I probably could make room, but then it'd be it would be sacrificing something else in the collection to make room for it. But I think yeah. people that are buying this, they're probably in the same predicament thinking like, well, what am I going to move? What can I rearrange? Because I, I and also I, I feel like this is something you might actually want to put on the floor. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust putting something this big and this expensive on a shelf or something. I think you need something large to put this on. Yeah, that or just put it on I don't the floor. Think I'd be could fit on a shelf, right? I'd yeah, be afraid it, it, to put can, this on a shelf. There's, I mean, yeah, you can you can do it. You can do it. I mean, I would imagine a person like that is gonna, you know, they're probably gonna build a little, you know, take some two by fours and you know, build a build a little display for it. You know, yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, that would be the hope because while well, maybe not depth wise, I mean, if you think if you think of carded figures this is probably the equivalent of of 20 carded figures right maybe 20 or 30 maybe at the most and you could probably put 20 to 30 figures around this you know the depth would be a lot deeper than that but yeah i mean it's doable like i say it's still available on entertainment earth for 7.99 with free shipping so it's still just I think fifty bucks more than the red original pledge amount plus shipping. I thought so. this was a six fifty. I thought it was six fifty. Original. Uh, no. I thought it was six like six forty nine or something when they originally announced it. Or no, was it more than was that? It? Was it six ninety nine? I thought it was. I thought it was six hundred with a hundred and fifty dollars shipping. Ah, that's what I okay. thought. Gotcha. So it brought it within seven fifty. Like yeah, brought within fifty bucks of Entertainment Earth, but I could, I could easily yeah. be wrong. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, if you got the room and and you know this is a and this would be an awesome you know awesome display. I mean, imagine walking into a room that has Jesus. this set up and, and Castle Grayskull and and you know I mean, it's not going to fit with the vintage stuff, right? Yeah. This is oh so. No, it, how it well and and the thing that the thing that put me off of it it's it doesn't even fit with the classics uh castle grayskull it yeah. dwarfs it like it? it makes castle grayskull yeah. look like a little toy but but it, it scales with the one that they made though right the special castle the the mattel one the the special not, one not not in my opinion it is oh. much it is so then much what do you do with this what do you do with it then if it doesn't scale with any of those castle gray skulls that came out i mean my opinion is is you're a villains person and you don't care about the gray skull or you don't have it but you're all about the villains so you buy mm. the villain playset you know but okay all right i don't know it, like i say this is this is the fun thing like like to me even though I missed out on the sail barge by one hour, which I'm still a little bitter about, missed out on the sail barge by one hour, it was cool to see how everybody set it up. It was cool to see where people put it, especially people like Bobby that have the space to to display this kind of stuff. They have made the space in their homes 
for these things. It's cool to see how people display this and build dioramas around it and shit like that. Like, I'm excited. I, I think I saw one picture from Dave's setup of it, but Dave usually does a yearly walkthrough through his collection basement. So I'll be interested to see how elaborate it's gotten around the sail barge, you know. Same thing with the Unicron. Like, I'm really excited to see how people display something so fucking large, you know. Mm-hmm. You, well, you know what I was thinking about? You know what this would fit perfectly on? I'm looking in my room. At Walmart, I bought a cheap, like, $150 flat screen TV stand where it's got, like, the glass shelves. This would fit perfect on there. And that's a pretty reasonable price. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of the cheapest stuff around, Earthwise, official picks. So, um, kind of cool to see, or kind of crazy, I should say, to see how small Cliff Jumper is in his deluxe box here um, compared to the rest of the guys. Now, I can see Hoist here looks, he's, he's filling up that box well. You know, so maybe he's like a little slightly larger deluxe, but I think I'll be skipping hoist and trail bake breaker in that line probably. Did you say trail baker? I, I did say trail baker. <laughs> it's the transform that smokes weed. Come on. <laughs> I was gonna say it doesn't have anything to do that I just hit my pin over here or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, now I totally meant, while I, I got in episodes of The Toys That Made Us, I got in, I caught up on Mandalorian, I didn't get to watch, uh, Pixel Dan's, uh, video, or anybody's video about the COPPA, COPA, and, and the, the future of toy review videos, um, are any one of, are either one of you up on what this means? Okay. Yeah. No, Lotus, you want to explain this? So I have no monetization. I make no money off of YouTube. People that are making money off of YouTube, it's going to hurt them harder than it hurts me, but it still hurts me. Let me just put that out there. Oh, wow. Um, Even if you don't monetize, this is going to. Yeah, exactly. Oh. This affects everyone. This is basically okay. the FT. Basically, YouTube got fined 117 million dollars, or they they settled out of court for 170 million dollars. A kid is defined as a person who is 13 years or or younger. That's a kid, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, I and ran into and that. and so parents would hand their devices to kids and allow them to use their account. Uh, they, YouTube was just serving ads and, and collecting data and you're not allowed to collect data on kids. So they got, they got into this whole thing and COPPA, which is the children's, uh, you know, protection agency, they basically, uh, you know, did a settlement, $170 million. And then the result of this is this whole chaos. Basically, when you log into YouTube, if you're a creator, uh, it will ask you, uh, is the content that you are uploading is it made for kids or is it not made for kids you have two options but the problem is is youtube has already gone in and has used their machine learning to kind of look through videos that you already have and like for me i got six of my videos which are transformers masterpiece videos have been flagged as kids content 
Um, oh, these these figures are over a hundred dollars. Yeah. My 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 Grassor video, uh, my uh, third party masterpiece Grassor from Gigapower got flagged. Like I said, hundred and seventy dollar figure. the The problem is, is YouTube is not coming out and being clear about what actually they are looking at. Like the you know, what, what is the algorithm looking using. at to to yeah. say? It, is it is it looking at the word transformers and basically saying transformers in general is is kids content? Um, so it, it's really frustrating. But basically, here's the nutshell: as of January, so they're doing all this in preparation for January first. January first, if you did not comply and you didn't start marking your videos as made for kids or not made for kids, and the F- FTC and Culpa come in and they start looking at all of these channels, uh, it's a $42,000 fine per video. Wow. $42,000 that the FTC can find you has nothing to do with YouTube. They have Oh, warned... the, up, the actual fucking user gets that me, fine? Me. Wow. Wow. Yes. So it's it is, so basically this is all in preparation. YouTube has put out the information. They have done public statements. They have made a creator public uh, video uh, using their you know their 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 internal people. And so basically, you have until January first to figure all this out. And uh, you know YouTube actually came out in their public video. Uh, if you look on their channel, the the public creator channel, uh, they've actually they actually came out and they said, well, listen, if you don't if you can't figure out what your content is, you know, maybe maybe uh, call a lawyer. That that's what they that's what they said in their official statement. So this is this is tough. It, it's been something that I've kind of been stressing out for the last you know I don't know month. This has been going on for a month, but up until like literally last week, that's when they started flagging the videos with the AI, and that's when I was like, oh wow. Well, if they're categorizing these videos already as made for kids then, you know, what what am I going to do? Because basically, if you select made for kids, so you're going to ask me, well, why don't you just make your whole channel made for kids? Okay, when you do that, it not only sh- shuts off the monetization, which that's why Pixel Dan is complaining, because he, uh, he will not have money it. anymore. Money's gone. It, it also shuts out comment. It shuts off comments, and it shuts off alert. So oh, you will never know that I posted a video and you won't be able to comment. You won't be able to comment back to me. Oh my God. That's crazy. So it's, it's literally it, wrecking it, the if whole you community. Want it, yeah. Because I mean, a big thing with pixel Dan and like, and toy world order is they try to keep their shit super kid friendly because that's where all the views are coming from for, for a lot of this shit. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So you can't you can't keep something kid friendly and also be able to monetize it. For me, I don't make any money anyway, so I would just make everything ki- for kids and as long as they would have comments. But like I said, they're they're shutting off alerts, they're shutting off comments. Um, you know, it, it's just it wrecks the whole community. That that's what it is. Yeah, see, and and I'm one of those guilty parents, man. Like I did that. I set Mackenzie up with her own profile finally. And as I put in her birthday, I was like, I should just lie. I should just make sure that she's 13, even though that's not a real birthday. And I didn't. And so we got her a Chromebook and it fucking locks everything out of that Chromebook. Like we can't even install extensions on Chrome. 
mm-hmm. like you know like password managers that she needs because right. she doesn't remember her pass i don't remember my passwords to fucking anything and so what did we do took that profile off and now she logs in with my profile on her chromebook and and yeah it would only let you get to youtube kids and and fucking half the content she likes to watch now for good or bad again this is me not being the greatest parent in the world for good or bad a lot of the content she likes isn't on the youtube kids platform you yeah. know because it is parents it is parents trying to monetize right. well, these these yeah. videos they spend hundreds of thousands of hours a year making to yeah. make money off of youtube yeah wow if they're making their money off of kids watching their videos, yeah, it sucks because they can just mark it as adult, right, and still monetize it. But no, if they mark it as adult, and the mm-hmm. FTC and COPPA look at that as of January first, you get a forty-two thousand dollar fine per video. So how can they? So if COPPA, COPPA feel that this video is for kids and you've marked it as adult that's when you can get a get fined correct yeah you right exactly so if 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 you you have to be able to fight and say your grasser video is an adult collectible that costs a hundred and fucking seventy dollars i would go to court made for kids right i would go to court i would you know obviously show them the video and i mean even if if that's the stress email of you explaining it, that's too much work in my opinion. Well, that's I, fucking crazy. if you get a if you get a letter in a certified letter that says you now owe one hundred and seventy five thousand uh, dollars, I think your heart would drop, and yeah. I don't think an email can solve a certified letter at that point. You know what I'm saying? So this is a no, serious no. issue. This is an issue yeah. where people are just thinking about just shutting down all their channels. Wow, what what am I to do? Like my channel is that is Hers? that going to be something that's going to be affected? Because I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you, you have you can look at your ages. So if you want, you can go into your analytics and you can look at who is watching your videos, and it breaks it down by age. And if you see a lot of people under thirteen, then yeah, I mean, I would you know just be careful, you know. So. Yeah, because I mean, let's face it. I mean, who doesn't like farts? I mean, I know I got a part of my order a lot of the bear community, but um, I'm gonna have to check into that because I just do everything through my phone, so I have no idea who's watching it. Yeah, yeah. So I just know I got sixteen thousand views since uh, what is it? Since May. Yeah. <laughs> that's your combined. Yeah, that's for your whole channel, right? And and, that, Jesus. and that, that's fine. But just just keep just be aware that this is a serious issue, and you have until January to figure it all out. That's crazy yeah i didn't even realize that like you had to take action on this because while while uh a lot of them are just like a minute long because they're videotapes of toy cases at comic-con i have like over 237 videos from when we used to go to all the cons and video panels and the cases and all that so that's crazy so i have to go in there like like you say, I would mark them as adult. This isn't for kids. I don't. Yep. But like you say, but then they can come along and say, "The fuck, it's not for kids." You're videotaping toys, you know. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. that's crazy. Okay, now, well, now I gotta watch this sooner rather than later. Jesus Christ. 
Well, all right. Wow. Now I can see why uh, Pixel Dan looks so sullen in his fucking <laughs> screenshot in his thumbnail for that video. Um, okay. Well, uh, on that note, wow, it took us an hour to go through <laughs> six news items. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're probably going to start blowing through things. A lot of this is going to be online, which we've seen a lot of this stuff already. So uh, we'll be back after these messages. Biatches. Peace. 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 Now for a quick escape on a speeder bike. You won't get away with this, Han Solo. New speeder bike with automatic speed flaps. Action figures each sold separately. Yeah. I've got you now. Bad chance. Bike has got to base. I'm in hot pursuit and gaining. Ha <laughs> watch this. Open speed flaps and mirror. I'm gonna crash. Biker Scout, you're not all you're cracked up to be. New speeder bike. Action figures sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into third party. Kind of rush through these because, again, we've seen Constructor before, but now... If you bought in early, you're fucked because now they fixed all the shit wrong with Constructor and releasing it in a gift set box and more accurate G1 colors at a cheaper price. I, this is just like... This, Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think these companies need to like rethink like giving discounts or offering something a little cheaper i know that's like difficult because you may not make your money back on the mold it, it's kind of a weird thing though right don't wouldn't you feel cheated like if you were yeah. the guy that you pre-ordered these the minute they hit and you waited for them every three months and you finally build constructor and then a year later they're like hey we fixed everything that's wrong with it and made it better and it's cheaper than what you paid yeah, I mean that's a it's a tough call because obviously, you know any any kind of an early adopter thing for anything, yeah. you know, yeah. is it, you're always going to pay that that extra money. And I mean, constructor was really their main figure, right? They that was like it was I mean, their it's been out for years, one. but yeah, it was their I mean, breakout one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because they, they did the they, Dinobots and everybody scoffed at them. They right, chugged right. Dinobots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they 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 were learning. I don't know. I mean, but it's funny because there was a there was a picture. I don't remember who put it out there, but there was a picture there, and uh, they had all eight. So there's eight versions of Constructor now. Jeez, that's <laughs> yeah. The one I'm waiting for though is the cell shaded one. They still. I wonder if they're having a hard time replicating that paint job. You know, remember I, that cell shaded one we yeah, talked about? I bet you're right. That still hasn't I, come out. Yeah, so. I bet you're right. Like I say, you. You drop the knowledge on how difficult that cell shade, which I got my cell shaded prime, my Megatron okay. still on back order, and he looks gorgeous sitting next to my yeah, fucking yeah. MP44 or whatever the new one was. I mean, mm -hmm. they because yep. it's the same paint scheme, the white legs, yellow lights yep. on the belt. Yeah, it looks it looks dope next to him, but. Hey, I, I saw that barricade at, at Target today. Was that was that a new figure? I I never seen barricade before. That's you... that's the new wave. So okay, the yeah. barricade and shit. What was that? the impactors in that wave? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw impactor. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. think. I thought that was an older figure though. But yeah, and like okay. I say, that barricade. Even though that's why I have an FSS one for sale. Like trying to retrofit barricade into other molds and stuff. I don't like that so 
Um, all right, next up, uh, complex base Kickstarter. So we won't go too much into this, but uh, this is the second uh, Kickstarter they did. Um, the first one included uh, some, uh, basically this is from uh, Raging Spoon, which is one of the most prolific and most renowned uh, kind of indie uh, customizer toy producers out there. Um, this has lots of cool little accessories and stuff, uh, new different wall designs for it as well. So, uh, if you're definitely into like modular display systems, that kind of thing, I, I think this would be right up your alley. So take a look at the show notes. Um, well here, let me kick over to the let me click over to the Kickstarter, see if it'll, oh no, it'll, it'll be done by the time you see this. And wow, yeah, they're still half off of their goal, $50,000 goal with only 26000 So never mind, this probably isn't going to make it. <laughs> Definitely not by the time you get this show. So um, next up, uh, Overload. Um, so this is kind of dope. Um, seeing what what Hasbro did with their overload and then what this looks like it's like holy shit yeah I mean this thing this thing looks super amazing in my opinion um, even if it's got shit going everywhere but if you compare it to what over what they did with overload in uh, the studio series it's just a hundred times better in my opinion mm-hmm um, I'd be curious to know if anybody, like I say, I, I'm doing the Studio Series Devastator. I'd be curious to know if anyone's doing this uh, third-party Devastator, and and or if you're doing both or whatever. Hit me up. Let me know. I'd be kind of curious to hear about your thoughts. Um, store report: Real consumer fraud. Um, yep. By the way, fucking rock just. Knocked it out of the park. With <laughs> uh, I I left my question really open ended, you know, kind of like left myself open on this, and Rock just killed it. Uh, this was something I think Peter posted in in the group about this thirty uh, seven year old man that basically uh, defrauded Canadian stores for uh, thirty thousand dollars. Uh, um, in toy sales, this article finally clarifies that he was making uh, fake UPC codes, like yep. stickers, and sticking yep. them on the boxes. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. How... <laughs> I was just breaking balls. I was no, just, you I know, because but... you've talked openly on the podcast about how you buy it and you wait for it to go on sale, then you wait for a coupon. So I was just joking around. I had no idea what the guy actually did. No, I never read the story. Yeah, and I read the story. They didn't have any details. I don't know. I don't know uh, where Sabertron here got that he was actually doing fake barcodes but i mean that's that's one of those things i i gotta say i uh, i'll put myself out there i have scanned a toy put a different toy in the bag and then scanned that toy and put that toy in the bag um mm. because i knew i wanted to return it and that's that is purely that is completely criminal 
and it's and it's bad. I've done it before. I'm not proud of it. I don't suggest people do it. I don't do it anymore. I I tend to go with I tend to go with the thing that, you know, just because people can't see you doesn't mean that it's not wrong. You should always just feel that someone's looking over your shoulder, whether that be your mom or your grandma or the uncle you love. Somebody's looking over your shoulder, and if you wouldn't do it in front of them, you shouldn't do it. That's kind of how I live my life nowadays, but I've done it before, so I, I'm not, not guilty. Um, but this was all done through the you scan shit, which God, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, there's been times it's things scan wrong or something doesn't scan. And I'm just like, it's more fucking hassle to tell them this didn't scan right. Or this fucking scan, uh, this was too low of a price. And I just don't worry about it and move on with my life. But this guy was maliciously doing this shit. That's how everybody gets caught. They get greedy. Yeah. You look at every every kind of criminal. That's when you get caught. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't, uh, you know, see the guy putting tag because he would have had to come into the store and actually put a fake UPC over the other one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. but that's not hard. I mean, it, again, and this comes from my graffiti days. Like, right as I was getting out of the vandalism part of graffiti is when slappies were coming around. If people don't know what slappies are, they're stickers where you tag or you do a little throw up or something like that. And it's a sticker, so you just smack it as you're walking past something. You're walking past a wall, a sign, a fucking newspaper box. But this has to go over – this takes a little bit of – you know, this guy's got some balls, obviously. He mm-hmm. has you know, he has some kind of a criminal thing in, in him that is gonna take the box off the shelf and place the sticker directly over I mean, this is not a slappy, this is placing a sticker directly over the the other sticker. Uh, it's gotta be pretty accurate. It, it has to I be. Yeah, yeah, it has to be accurate and in the I'm surprised that uh, loss prevention you know, didn't catch him sooner um, of actually doing this. Well, and now I guess this actually here is a point because I buy a lot of clearance food, like especially while I'm unemployed. That's the one good thing. I can go to the supermarket right after I drop off Little Miss McFavorite. And so they're, they're clearancing food. So all you have to do is disturb one line on a UPC and it won't scan. But the other one will scan because I because that's what they do. They slap they slap new barcodes over the old ones to clearance out food. And I have seen some, especially at Walmart, I've seen some of the most sloppy slaps over a barcode. But the clearance one scans and the other one doesn't. So I don't know if it has to be too accurate, you know. But yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't saying, yeah, I'm, I guess, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you're still, someone is, is going in there. They're either reaching into their pocket to pull out a sticker and then they, like, you wouldn't want to have this. I, I don't think that they would be putting it in a different area. 
Yeah. To have I, two barcodes exposed because there there's cameras at the checkout. I mean, there's yeah. cameras that are looking directly at you. I don't I guess I just don't understand how I mean, it's. It, I mean, I'm not a criminal, so I I don't <laughs> I don't right. understand it. Then you know? let me step in because then I can explain to you how this works. Because <laughs> I'm not going to go into what I know, but from a loss prevention side, this is how it works in these big box stores. They're not looking for the people that are going to the register with the wagon full of stuff. What they're looking for on camera is the people that walk into the store, grab items, don't have a cart. And they're walking around because those are the people that are more than likely going to bolt out of the store. So what happens is when these people are in their cart and they bring stuff up there, if you're just fumbling around inside the cart, they're not watching you. The guy could easily just have a bunch of labels that are peel and stick that he printed yeah. off with a UPC that maybe what he's doing is taking a 20 or $30 Transformer figure. He's putting the barcode for whatever's the cheapest one. Let's say it's like a $5 figure. He's probably just slapping the exact ones up. So it rings up transformer figure and that's how he's probably doing it. No, I because... mean, I, I, yeah, I, I understand how he's doing. I understand how I, I understand how to program a UPC. So I understand all of that. I guess it's mm -hmm. just, it's the act of taking a UPC out of your pocket and oh. placing it on the box. That's I just didn't. I was just it's, thinking that maybe loss prevention was would look. You just at. you're in your wagon. You're fumbling through stuff, and you mm -hmm. just you have your wallet open. And you just, I'm telling you, right. it's listen. The people that are working in these targets in Walmart, they're not the CIA. You know what I mean? The loss, <laughs> well, the prevention, loss prevention people. They they should be sitting in the loss prevention area. You know, manning the cameras. You know, yeah. I mean. You you ever go into uh, you go into Ross and they have their whole darn station right when you walk in with a joystick that has cameras yeah, everywhere. Okay, I mean, the, <laughs> you make a very valid point. But Lotus, let's bring up a fact: How many aisles are in Target? Yeah, uh, and how many cameras? There, there are seventy-eight aisles in Target. And how many cameras <laughs> per Target? There's 152 this, cameras per target. Exactly. How many? How many people would you need, you'd need in there to monitor every single thing going on? One person. Wow. One person can manage 152 <laughs> things, and that guy's with probably the, sitting there. The joystick. And he's probably sitting in there on his phone, texting his girlfriend. His <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so. and I and I think Rock has a point too when you talk about who they target here. When I try to do some of these returns, which might be out of the return, uh, out of the return period or something like that, I get a totally different reaction when I'm in my work clothes, which are, you know, like nice boots, jeans and a polo shirt than I do when I'm in fucking sweatpants, a T-shirt and my hat kicks sideways. You know, like it is night and day. People will bend rules for Mr. Polo shirt all day long, but Mr. Kicked Hat, fucking sorry, this is outside of the return period. Have a great day. You know, so there's that implicit bias there, too, that I think plagues everything in our society. You know? But Jason, when you get to that point when they say it's outside the return date, do you ever just say, Hey, look, my son got this for his birthday, and I don't have a receipt. He got it as a gift. I'd like to return it. And they'll tell you, well, we'll just give you the lowest price it was. Do you ever just do that? And they give I, you a I, gift card instantly? I, yeah, I, I play the no receipt return 
return thing because you get like target you get three returns every 180 days or something and then okay. walmart you get 70 dollars for every three months so they have policies about the no receipt thing oh i didn't um, know that okay yeah and so I, I use that too if I let something go outside of my return period. But the main thing is, is I never complain. I never say, this is bullshit. You guys need to do something for me outside of your policy. Some people do it. Some people don't. And I don't complain. If they say, sorry, we can't return something that's outside of the 90-day return, I say, okay, thanks anyways. I appreciate it, you know, kind of thing. So. I just can't wait till this guy goes to court. I would love to be in that courtroom. <laughs> sure. So, could you please tell me, uh, so what's the deal about all these Transformers you've been buying here for discounted prices? That's, that's an Irish-Canadian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta just but, throw the boot in. <laughs> what's what a boot on these, these Transformers? If they found all these toys, I assume they found his label printing printer and yeah, they, they yeah. confiscated his computer and found his yeah. photoshop files that he's using poly mm-hmm. pocket upcs right, for right. transformers yep. or whatever yeah oh yeah yeah he's 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 in trouble <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right let's let's get going that, that was <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Wendy's Transformers toys. I didn't even know about these. And now Mackenzie, Little Miss McFavorite and I will be going to, uh, Wendy's to pick some of these up because I'm digging them. Uh, really? They... They're, they're, they're shampoo bottle with cardboard. <laughs> yeah, I like them. I like that they're like a little 3D puzzle kit with some plastic parts that are kind of well painted. I, I dig them, and I'm curious. I've I've only ever, like, gone to McDonald's and said, hey, can I just buy, like, every one you have and just charge me what the price is for toys? So I'm curious yeah. to see what Wendy's. Yeah, I know is. Wendy's is normally the educational toys. They always give you the – my son would just get pissed <laughs> off the stuff they'd give you. So that's a, this is actually a surprise. <laughs> So yeah, I'm digging them. I mean, it, it. I just at least want that Soundwave and the Prime again. They're my big two focus figures. So, but yeah, I mean, you even get a Windblade. Like that's that's a fucking far reach. You know, that's a fucking deep cut for fucking Happy Meal toys. I mean, they should have cut the they should have cut the uh, cardboard a little better. I mean, look at uh, yeah, I mean, Me- Megatron can... looks like he's the Pope. <laughs> and I mean, why did I mean? I understand you're you're sliding that cardboard in to make the face, but they should have leveled it off a little bit better, you know? Because it's just, I think the I think the figures would have looked better if they wouldn't have had that piece sticking out, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, and I'm looking at all of them. Yeah, all of Wind, them Windblade looks okay. Crown. Yeah, yeah, because she's supposed to have a crown, you know? She's supposed to have that hair effect, but yeah. Well, I'll let, by the next time, by the next episode, we'll have gone there, because we buy we bought her the little, uh, uh, twenty cent frosty coupons during Halloween. We always try to do those little things where only kids. I thought they were free. I thought the booklets were. I thought you pay a dollar and then you get the coupons are free. Yeah, 
but you get five frosty coupons for a dollar. So okay. I, I basically just do the math and say these are twenty cent frosties. Um, same Fuck thing the with trick me. or treaters. We're <laughs> yeah. keeping them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we give out full size candy bars here, even when I'm on full size. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow, that's I told, awesome. I told myself when I grow up, I am going to be a fucking full size candy bar house. Now, granted, it's very lucky that we live in a low income area, so it seems like most people take their kids into our rich neighborhoods because we're surrounded by rich neighborhoods. So I think our neighbors take our their kids into the rich neighborhoods. So we don't get that many. Um, we go through probably 30, 30 full-size candy bars. So 30 trick-or-treaters. And even at Costco, those are like 50 cents a piece. So it's about 15 bucks in candy. It's not a big deal. I don't know. I think that's really cool because if no one comes, you've got all those candy bars you can mow down on. <laughs> well, the, the best thing, is, here's some more, not consumer fraud, but here's some more consumerism for you. If you're taking you the wrapper, you're, you're carefully removing the wrapper, you're blowing it up with air, resealing it, and putting the wrappers back in the box. No. <laughs> if we don't have to open the box, so it comes about 20 bars per box. If we don't open the box, because it's not Halloween candy, we're just buying it at fucking Sam's Club. Sam's Club will let you return unopened boxes. Okay. So gotcha. we'll buy 60 candy bars for Halloween and normally we return at least one box. And then, yeah, you're right. If we if we give away thirty, we do. We have ten leftover full size candy bars for us. You know, yeah, that's good. Do you uh, ever have kids come back twice because you're giving out the full size bars? I and I watch for it because we do have teenagers in our neighborhood. Okay. and no, I haven't because we did that as kids. There exactly. were a few houses in our neighborhood, and we always fucking marked up like mental fucking pin. All right, we're coming back here at 9.30. You know? <laughs> oh, you're going to tell me I was a fat kid in the 80s. I used to go change my mask. That was my thing. I would remember what houses they were, change my mask. I'd be like, this guy's got Reese's Pieces. This one had the Hershey bar. And yeah, I, I strategically planned that shit out like Norman Schwarzkopf on fucking Gulf Storm. Yeah, I, I yeah. I used to get uh, three <laughs> three pennies, three pennies wrapped in foil. Time to break out the violin again. <laughs> Where he grew up in the Amish country in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Amish land. Oh, Jesus. Now, now, Lotus, you know, no one knows where you live. It's a big mystery, but you would live in suburbia. Do you get a lot of kids where you're at? Yeah. Yeah, we get kids. Yep. There's definitely kids. That, yeah, like a I mean. lot, though. Because... I mean, I, 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 I mean, obviously, I lock down. I shut every light off. <laughs> I'm locked down. I drop all gates. I drop everything. Full, full uh, day. Uh, what's the what's the movie? Uh, purge. Where the uh, yeah, oh, full yeah. shields locked down. Yeah, that's purge for me. Yeah, I don't want no kids here. You're in your panic room, listening yeah, to the doorbell. I'm in my panic room, watching the cameras. Now you're not talking about all halloween you're talking about once you've given out all your candy right no or... dude i don't participate i don't oh do that oh my god lotus no. all right. everybody virtually egg lotus on facebook 
I'm not gonna listen. I don't have kids. I have no interest in contributing to other kids. You know what I'm saying? You have kids. It's different for you. You know what you should do then? You should be the person. Had kids though. We did this. You should just give out garbage. Like give out Nutri-Green bars. This way they go. Fuck that guy. He's giving out like you know. Give out stuff that people don't want. And this way kids won't come back. He, no. If he doesn't want to participate, it's better just to shut it down. Don't, yeah. don't be the curmudgeon that fucking does three pennies and tin foil. <laughs> 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 oh my god! All right, let's move on here. Um, Walmart. Oh, store report. Uh, Walmart Jedi and Luke. So everybody should have probably uh, received. And I didn't see. Did you hit Walmart this weekend, Lotus? Yeah, yeah, I was at Walmart, yeah. And they didn't have the big Star Wars section with all, like, the... They they didn't have anything special. Um, they did have a whole bunch of Lukes, but I don't... I thought it was just, like... They were just all laying there on the shelf. There was a Luke... It was a Luke, and I forgot it said something. So I don't know. Is there a picture of something that you're trying to... Yeah, I mean, nope. there is, but if you didn't have the big, huge kicker, just because... Well, the my... kicker, well, I mean, I ha- I've i had the kicker since whatever. Remember, I the kicker no. has the gold figures, it has the 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 uh the skiff thing the cereal. And... no 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 this is oh. a new kicker that's in the entertainment section oh that just launched this weekend because of the new video game no and it's got it's got the next wave of the gold figures and then it has lunch boxes and and cereal boxes that are t-shirts and then the big thing was this Jedi Luke and Spirit Yoda Black Series and then Yavin Ceremony Vintage Collection Luke. So nope. didn't see that because I the Walmart is where I took the pick uh, of the little Master Minis, Master Yeah, the little Minis. So that was those so, were in the entertainment aisle. Okay, so yeah, this one this one's a brand new one. Um, I was able to get the Jedi Luke. Um, I, I also wanted the fo- force ghost Yoda cause they kind of go hand in hand. They're in the same movie. Um, and fucking that Luke, same thing with the clone armor, fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi and the blush They're So they're doing this new photorealistic paint app and what they're doing to try to like bring out the facial details in these toys is they're like putting like blush and skin tone on top of the heads and oh my god it's looking awful yeah thank you um hi rock. guys <laughs> bye guys could you even hear that yeah okay good yeah uh sorry my computer just died but rock have you seen these in person did you hit a walmart this weekend by chance no, I only went to Target, and uh, let me tell you, the Star Wars toys they have there is pretty depressing. Oh. It, it's the same couple of vintage figures, couple of Black Series. They still have the figures from Solo. I mean, my the Target I go to is pretty awful with the their toy selection for Star Wars. Seeing the new ones that hit for the video game release this week were. 
the three pack of the Jedi training Luke, Yoda, and then the Darth Vader with the jet or with the Luke face. Yeah, they had a stack um, of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they? Okay, yeah, so those were the new ones. And then the the new C three PO with the yes. bandolier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. They had like two of them. Yeah, yeah, he has, uh, yeah Chewbacca's crossbow. Yeah, um, I bought that one again. Just like Mandalorian, I've, I've been buying toys with the idea of if I love the show or the movie, I'll keep these, and that's a few months down the road. And if I don't, then I can return them within that return period. Um, but what I was juiced about was the C-3PO. If you, if you put him in cold, that his eyes turn red. Had you heard that, Ruck? No, I just noticed that he came with that other new droid. Yeah, that must well, be something popular. It, in, I'm no, assuming he's not a new droid. He's a little like mammal character. Oh, that's what that was. I didn't even yeah. look. I, I glanced at it for a split second. He has a little helmet, so he does look like a little droid. But yeah, if you remember from the trailer where they show the red-eyed C-3PO. I remember that part. Evil. That figure, If I just put him in my refrigerator for like 10 minutes. His eyes will turn red. Like oh, did not trailer. know that. So yeah, I, I bought him mainly. I was like, I'm probably not going to keep this unless I think that little guy is the coolest guy I've ever seen in my life in the movie. Because I have plenty of C-3PO's. I have... I have Chewbacca bandoliers, I have Chewbacca bowcasters, whatever. But I was curious to see how well that red eye effect worked. And it works really well. I mean, it's cool if you like that part. And if it turns out to be cool in the movie. Um, all right. Online. New age. Or new. New age. Oh, shit. My computer's still kind of waking up here. Um, so from what I remember, the big thing here is the Conehead three pack, which again, I just, I am just fucking, I am baffled by this and I know it, it's the new thing and it's Mm -hmm. the cool kid thing, but a three pack for $144 of fucking, I mean, three inch figures, right? Is that what with the yeah. stickers? Are they probably about three, three. inch? It says says three point seven seven, so closer to four. Oh, okay. So three and three quarter figures. Yeah, three so and the three size quarter. of yep. a GI Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm just like fuck, dude. And now, um, now you got DX9 re-releasing their Dinobots in a in a like shattered glass or a Nemesis Dinobot. I'm just like, oh my god. Well, you know, it'll be a little cheaper if you if you were to import it directly from yeah. China, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, prices are going up. I mean, look at all the all of the new age figures, you know, are are going up in price. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, on I mean, that's what everyone's buying. Ever everyone's selling masterpiece, and they're buying these figures, you know. Yeah, and uh, and I appreciate. I finally got my safe searches locked in for those two. Uh, import sellers on eBay that you yeah, recommend yeah. Lotus. Yeah, they're so they're you. they're great. They're great yeah. people. So. Yeah, because they've got these new age. They've got the Insecticons at fifty five bucks, which is much better than seventy, sixty five, seventy five, depending on what version you're looking for here. Um, but yeah, 
and it's kind of cool it i like it because i just i just put a safe search for so anytime they post something mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that it keeps me up to date on what's being released in the third party chinese market you know? yeah like i said baba he does all the pre-orders so you'll see all the new stuff pop up netcloud you really won't see the new stuff pop up netcloud is more of an in-stock kind of a person so as soon as the, oh, as soon okay. as he gets the as soon as he gets the figures that's it he puts them right up there and usually he you know he's they they compete with each other so usually they're within like one or two dollars you know yeah so yeah and and now that you mentioned that you're absolutely right like i see like eight or nine a day from baba yeah Yeah. and then maybe one a day from netcloud or something yeah so um bbtx or bbtx uh bbts put up uh some sales on dx9 and uh planet x here so dx9 the big one and this is this is where we we were talking about that tempting you know trying to give a smoker a cigarette when they're trying to quit this uh the the dx9 (laughs) real is that like but it motivated me i'm like okay if i sell this much in the next two weeks i'm gonna pre-order this and i'm still not there yet i'm trying to sell at least 1500 before i order this people say it's a good figure people say it's a it's a it's actually a little bit of a better figure than the fans toys you know so and and i was like super into watching all the reviews and the comparisons and i would have gone with gabriel if i had my druthers you Mm -hmm. know and so now that it's dropped a hundred bucks like yeah. and and the Hasbro one isn't getting any cheaper. Predaking's not getting any cheaper because we talked about probably the numbers. They finally dialed in the numbers a little bit better. Except for now we're seeing Trypticon at Ross two years later, but whatever. Um so yeah, I'm saving up for that. Carrie is on a slight discount, but another great figure if you're looking for a uh uh masterpiece Rodimus Prime. Um, Hanzo has been on, on sale for quite a while. It just hit at the same time as the fans toys one. And, and to me, they were really similar. Um, and you couldn't go wrong with either one, except for, I think the Hanzo is in that, it's in that teal as opposed to the teal blue as, or the teal green, as opposed to the blue that us Americans are used to, but Anyways, uh, good prices, especially on that DX9 Gabriel, uh, the Planet X sale, something I didn't wait on and I pre-ordered is the Apollo, which is the Ultra Magnus. He is uh, Ultra Magnus and, and Soundwave are my de facto focus characters and that fucking uh, 120 bucks. For Apollo was just way too much, but fifty-five bucks. I'm gonna swing. I love the War for Cybertron kind of mythos and world, and I love this figure. So I pre-ordered that. Um, but let's see what else was on big sale. Oh, the uh, uh, Trypticon. So if you like that uh, War for Cybertron Trypticon only 210 or 215 so that's a pretty amazing price 
I have their um, Sentinel uh, Omega Supreme. So one of the Sentinel bots. And God, for that size, the quality is absolutely amazing. I paid 200 bucks for it instead of 380 or whatever it was when it originally came out. Yeah, it was like 360 Yeah, well worth the money, in my opinion. So if you're a Trypticon fan... Even if you're not a War for Cybertron fan, I think 215 is an amazing price for that. Um, you also have the Megatron and the Starscream again. If you if you're a focus character kind of person, even if you're not a huge War for Cybertron, Starscream at 40 bucks, no fucking brainer. Um, and then Megatron at uh, 69 is is a little bit bigger, but you know. I I would support it. Um, Star Wars pre-orders from Entertainment Earth. We've got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, the Black Series, we get the Kit Fisto, the Plo Koon, uh, the, uh, the um, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Anakin, along with the Maroon Battle Droid really amazing case assortment there like in my opinion you can't go wrong with getting that entire set uh for vintage collection we get the whole repack wave so we get the clone commander or i think the clone commander obi-wan is the new one but repack of clone commander anakin uh darth maul wicket um you also have the complete repack which is the Bespin Luke uh, for, I don't think it's called Bespin Han, but for lack of a better term, uh, C-3PO and General Lando. And then we also have uh, the Vintage Collection 3 and 3 quarter Remnant Stormtrooper. So this is from the Mandalorian series that we're going to talk about very soon. Um, also Count Dooku in the six inch scale. So just fucking ridiculous amounts of figures. Now, something to note here is Entertainment Earth always had their vintage collection at $12.99. They have raised their vintage collection to $13.99. So I would almost guarantee you that's a price change we're going to see at uh, big box retail as well. So tons of star wars pre-orders if that's i like to get my star wars on a hunt well i like to get most of my stuff on a hunt so not really too worried about pre-orders uh more pre-orders chicken fried toys uh dime store novels here this is the uh or dimes what is it uh dime novel legends or something uh these are the cowboy figures so the uh, Series 1 Wave 2 that didn't make it into the Kickstarter is now available for pre-order. You get the Gunfighter, Head Honcho, Prospector, Sheriff, and Vaquero, um, as, long, as well as a Gunsmith's gear bag, which is kind of cool. It's uh, three holsters and six Colts there, as well as the Haberdasher's Holdout, which is uh, six hats and then um if you're not quite sure what i'm talking about they also have a link 
from the link in our show notes to the current figures that are available for order. So these were all the ones that were either available or unlocked through the Kickstarter, and they're available through smalljoes.com. And you have amazing things here. You have uh, you have different weapon sets. You have um, beer kegs and beer mugs at three and three uh, quarter scale. So lots of different accessories here that you can get as well. It does really feel like I'm just blowing through this as fast as I can. Um, Ape Face on Amazon at the Walmart discounted price. So Ape Face is a Voyager um, right now available for $25, uh, free prime shipping, free returns. Um, I jumped on this. I had some uh, I had some reward dollars that I could use. Um, as well as a bad customer service experience that, again... <laughs> You're always I, at the angle. You're I always... didn't bitch. I didn't bitch. I just, I was in a chat with this person. It was about my no-rush credits, completely on me, completely on me. I let $20 in no-rush credits, which if you're a Prime member, you know, it's where you choose not to get two-day two shipping, you get to choose, just ship it to me whenever the fuck, right? You know? And so I keep choosing those, and I usually use them on a PlayStation digital gift card, which then I just buy games that are on sale or whatever throughout the year. So I let them expire on accident. So I said, hey, any chance to get a one-time credit? They said, yeah, no problem. Here's 20 bucks in credit. Buy something digital whenever. So I went to go buy my normal digital PlayStation gift card. It worked. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll add something else. And I added an action figure and I added a book I wanted to read. And then it would no longer apply. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I tried to remove those things and just get the digital gift card. And it wasn't applying. So I was like, shit. Okay, let me chat with them. Say, hey, I'm just trying to buy what I normally buy with my no-rush credits. Why isn't this working? And I just had a bad experience. Like, I was trying to be super friendly, and I was just like, look, this is, this is worth, this is too much frustration. I appreciate that you guys made a one-time exception for me and let me, and gave me a credit. I'll just buy some MP3 albums or some movies or whatever. Thank you. And I... And I hung up on the chat. Well, they fucking were like, oh, we're so sorry you had a bad experience, blah, blah, blah. So they gave me 20 bucks just courtesy credit. It didn't have to be a digital thing. So, <laughs> yeah. I used my no-rush digital credits that were applied as a courtesy credit to get this guy for five bucks. But, again, I didn't complain. I just said this is this is just... It's too much frustration. It's not worth my time. And then the Canadian authorities knock down Jason's door. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and, and now, after I bought it, now I, I started going through all the show notes, uh, all the articles to do the show notes. And I guess Ape Face is getting really bad reviews. It has poor quality control. So I might be getting what I pay for, you know. Uh, just return it 
It does have free returns. Just exchange it. Get something. Get a different figure you like at Target. You know, <laughs> hey, tell you what, see, that's what I have no problem doing. I will buy I something either. in the the next wave, and I'll return that one in its place. Exactly. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, anyways, uh, Star Wars Vintage Imperial Combat Assault Tank from uh, Rogue One is now at the lowest price it's ever been, uh, at least without. Wow, that is cheap. Dude, it is such a good wow. toy. Working treads that one of those one of those like little containers opens up and has these bombs in it. Like the cockpit opens up, the fucking turret open. Like this is such an amazing toy for thirty dollars. That's an incredible deal. Yeah, but you know, I guess if you're not a fan of the movie or you don't have any connection to it. Don't just go buy it because it's on sale. But it is just a fun-ass, cool-looking toy, in my opinion. I just, I did a complete, like, pack-up of my office, got rid of all the bullshit I didn't want to look at anymore, and this made the cut. So that's that says something. Um, uh, did, did you, uh... Oh, never mind. The the skiff. I thought the skiff was on sale too. Oh, I it might be, um, but I didn't I didn't see it. But my and talk about what didn't make the cut. Even though I just bought that during uh, uh, Triple Force Friday, had the opportunity to return it after I found out I was unemployed. I still kept it. But it didn't make the cut to stay in my room. It got packed up into a box and put into the garage. That's that's you know, how bad my sickness is, people. Do you understand? <laughs> oh, speaking of the uh, the Walmart Star Wars playsets, I forgot to tell you at Baltimore Comic Con, only one vendor had the Jabba's playset, the one that came with the Jabba's palace, the one that came with the two figures. Uh huh. He had two of them. He had one that he removed the figures from. He was selling just the play set in the box for fifty dollars. He had one that was still sealed. He wanted one fifty. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. And those have started showing up in bigger numbers. Lotus still sees it. I mean in oh, yeah. Yeah, pictures he posted last weekend. It, yeah. it was but, still there. But on another side note, like with Marvel Legends, the whatever's the Walgreens exclusive figure right now, she comes with three heads. I think it's an excellent oh, figure. Oh, yeah, yeah. That figure, uh, Ryan from Star Joe's, I was walking around with him. He went to go buy it. The guy wanted $75 for it. Yeah, I, I went to, rude. it's crazy. I went to the Walmart by my job. They had eight of them. So yeah. it's all just well, about when it's hot and when you can't find something. Well, yeah. And like I say, I haven't seen one here at all. So, oh, if you need maybe, it, I can get you maybe, plenty. No. No, I I I decided long ago I'm not going to go down that X Men fucking rabbit hole because I saw I saw Peter go down it and I'm like nope. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's one of those. But if I had and I hadn't seen it yet, it's been out for it's been out for two months. People have been or well maybe a month or so. Maybe I might get that desperate, you know, but. 
I don't know, especially the Star Wars ones. I haven't seen them here when other people are seeing them across the country. And then two months later, there's nine of them, you know, in a stack. So Yeah, it makes no sense. So random. Yeah, Walgreens is one of those. I would never buy into the early hype on Walgreens. Just hold out, you know. And one last thing before you go back to the news. I went to go pick up medicine because I've been sick for so long. So I'm killing time looking at the toys. My Walgreens still has two. I can't even, I'm not even making this up. They still have two Constable Zubios Black Series on the shelf. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. But yeah, that just shows you how often like my Walgreens actually resets their toys. Where clearances amount or doesn't. Yeah. Or doesn't is I think the the keyword, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's more of a retraction than anything. <laughs> so last week we talked about the all built in perfection series from Mastermind Creations. And we're like, what the fuck? Here's the combiner parts that are all sticking out here. Here's the feet and the chest and the head and the gun. And uh, what we were talking about was an upgrade set. (laughs) Now, I don't know how these swap out. Like, if it's all built in. Like, if you literally have to do um, some, some, like, things. Or maybe these parts still are, like, external parts. Because, again, looking at the feet of this, like the swindle, like that doesn't look like that's built into anything. But maybe what they're saying is without this, you get this little tiny toe and this little tiny heel that's back there. It's still built in. It's just not as cool and as big as this upgrade kit. But I just remembered us last time, like, totally going to town on them like what the fuck is this this is it built in and it turned out what we were talking about was an upgrade well yeah and (laughs) what it looks like to me is there's they're just slippers you know they're they're not they're i don't think that they're actually going to be permanently attached to the figure I agree. Yeah, I agree. It looks it looks like a foot, right? That's exactly what you're saying. Slipped into a slipper to give it a little bit more fucking size and more presence. But these are these pieces are definitely not built into the characters. Um, Okay, that's the only reason why I featured this. Uh, What we got? Lotus, you got anything? Paint. Yeah. Now, now, what kind of paint are you doing? Are we talking about bedroom uh, bedroom paint? I mean, just interior no. <laughs> paint. I know, but are we talking about Walmart kills, or are we talking about some Home no, Depot? Home, maybe Home Depot bear. Okay, that's yeah. what I was curious about. Bear premium. Yep, with the uh, what do you call it? the primer built in? Yeah, I mean, some of those. I mean, you know, everyone says they have primer built in these days, but you know, it, there is there is a different quality. You know, if you want a one cover, one coat kind of thing, I would just go with the bear. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like forty bucks a gallon. It's pretty it's, good stuff. Yeah, but it's worth it though. It's yeah, uh, unless you want to unless you want to keep on putting on coats, you can do that too. You know, I mean. Oh no, I agree. That's what I use. Yeah, it depends on what color your walls are too that you're trying to cover up. You know. Yeah, see, and we were 
we were kills when we bought our house mainly because i'm a consumer reports like fanatic and they were just like kills was the best buy for your buck well kills kills is normally just the primer i i've never used kills for for putting on actual yes top coat or like if you worry about mold too that's the one i've used it for like my wife's bathroom because she doesn't have a ceiling fan she gets like a little bit of mold on the ceiling we've used that uh, paint that paint's supposed to block mold and mildew no you can uh you can at least again and this was 13 years ago or whatever but you can color kills like oh, you can okay take, you can take whatever thing that walmart offers like whatever brand and they will they can match the color sample now if you were to buy a color sample of uh you know this color of bear at Walmart which who knows if they offer it but whatever Sherman Williams whatever and you tried to match it with the kills that they mix in store yeah i wouldn't guarantee that but we just went kills for everything and we were going from all white walls to like light gray and that kind of stuff. So we didn't have to do too many coats. You know, we're really happy with the way everything turned out even 13 years later. But no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like when we talked to painters and stuff like that to get the, to redo everything, everybody was all about the bear from fucking Home Depot. That's yeah, I mean, you know, and then if you go to Lowe's, you got the Valspar, you know, the high-end Valspar yeah. stuff. I mean, everyone has their their high-end, but it depends on how many coats you want to put on. You know, it really does. Yeah. If you want to spend the time, you want to put more than, you know, roll it a couple of times, then, yeah, you can buy the cheaper. It'll do the same thing, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, and that's why the professionals were saying, hey, go to Home Depot, pick from the bear swatches. Yeah. And that's what yep. we're going to use. So, yeah. Um, all right, Rock, did you you pick up anything? I saw your post from the last show, which were absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, that crease on that snake eyes, well worth the investment. Well worth knocking off what thirty five hundred dollars to yeah twenty yeah crease twenty five hundred off yeah I'll take it yeah. yeah uh yeah this week what I got in was uh you remember those two big playsets I showed the Fort Apache and the Battleground playset yeah the uh, little army and yeah. cowboy men yeah. that guy had two other things when I met him he had a a case of vintage Star Wars figures and he had a case of Matchbox cars. He told me at the time he didn't want to sell them. So I said, okay, that's fine. I go, if you ever do want to sell them, let me know. Uh, the day before my trip to Pittsburgh, he messaged me as I'm on my way home packing. He goes, hey, uh, if you want to buy those Star Wars figures, I figured I'd, I'd DM you first before I put it on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Stop what I'm doing. Run to the guy's house. <laughs> I, so this guy had a, a case of figures. Wait to hear this. These were like brand new condition no paint wear uh i got two darth vaders with the lightsaber luke almost all the original ones luke ben kenobi leia two, uh two r2d2 two c3po's two death star droids death star commander stormtrooper chewbacca han solo boba fett tuscan raider uh two walrus men two hammerhead a luke bespin all with almost all the weapons, uh, three hundred bucks with the case. I mean, you, they're I mean they look like they've never been played with. It's amazing. Yeah, the, those the, 
those R2-D2 stickers, because that's, like, the notorious, like, Mm -hmm. bad condition thing from the original 12. I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, I couldn't pass this up. I mean, honestly, I I bought it to either upgrade what I have, and then the rest I'm just going to sell to, you know, pay back what I bought. But, I mean, that Princess Leia blaster being that's, like, a $70 blaster. So I I couldn't pass it up. It's just... uh, and that was it. I'm honestly, I'm actually more of a selling mode right now. Uh, I'm just trying to, like, I see how my room is. I'm happy. I'm actually happy and content with the way my man cave is right now. I don't feel like I really need to add too much. And I'm just, I'm building up my PayPal till I find that special item. But yeah, that's, that's it for right now. I'm going to kind of keep it low and slow right now. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I saw that and I was, I was truly impressed. Yeah, he didn't want to sell it because he didn't want to have to barter with your other purchases at that time. You know, he, I, I bet you anything. He's like, I'll get more if I don't have to barter with them. What would happen was the guy told me he was into guitars and he had a couple of really nice Les Pauls in his living room. And uh-huh. I offered him originally 200 He goes, what do you think they're worth? I said, honestly, I, go, I think they're worth around, you know, I lowballed. I'm not going to lie. I told him 200 <laughs> And he didn't get back. He goes, I'm not really sure if I want to sell him. And then uh, the next day I, I, I messaged him back. I said, hey, you know what? I was thinking about the condition of how, how well they were. You know, I'll give you 300 if you do decide to sell. And he, he waited like a week to contact me. And they told me he actually he wants to buy an amp that's like $1,100. And he said it's hard to justify 1100 for one thing. He goes, bud, he goes, if you're – you know, if I get three hundred from you, I don't mind spending eight hundred. <laughs> so he had the toy mentality as well, just yeah. you know, towards music gear. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's so that's awesome. that's my only purchase this week. Um, let's see here. Um, sorry, I don't have my fucking list up here. Give me one second. Um, because I have bought a few things, even though I shouldn't be buying stuff. Um, well, and I guess some of these things are things that have, uh, kind of fallen in my lap, pre-orders that have finally come in, that kind of stuff is, uh, let's see. So, uh, like I've been saying, I've been buying Mandalorian merchandise because if it, if it does pop off and it's amazing, then these things are going to disappear and they're going to become expensive. So I got the IG-11. I got the Vintage Collection ATST Raider. Um, was able to get a nice 20 bucks off of that ATST Raider, so it only made it $60. Bucks. Um, on a Facebook group, I got a uh, one of my... To me, one of my grail things, because I had a lot of these cheap knockoff um, things from the He-Man era. This is uh, an Imperial Rhino. So if you're not familiar with Imperial, they are the ones that made these kind of solid plastic, like dragons, rhinos, you know, different like steeds that were basically in the same scale as He-Man or... You know, probably more specifically Remco figures. Um, And so a guy had a complete one um, about 40 miles from me. um, Wasn't really interested in shipping them. 
Um, but I was able to pick up uh, that Imperial Rhino, a vintage merman with armor, not sword, unfortunately. But then uh, what really kind of put it over the top was he was blowing out. He had those uh, Lego mini builds, and it was San Francisco, which is my mom's favorite city in the world um, that she absolutely loved going to. So I was able to get that Rhino, the Merman, and the San Francisco for 40 bucks so long as I drove up there. So that was like a killer deal that I couldn't pass up, drove up there. The big plus side of that is they had a Popeye's chicken that's in the middle of nowhere up there. And they had the Popeye's chicken sandwiches available. So I was able to get that without having to stand in line for hours or anything. And uh, I don't know if it's worth the hype, but it was a damn good chicken sandwich for fucking four bucks, you know. Yeah, I haven't Uh, had it yet. It it was good. I mean, it's it's basically a a big old fucking Popeye's chicken breast on a sandwich, you know. So it's it's not the most spectacular thing in the world, but uh, I we're big Chick Fil A fans here, and it is much better than Chick Fil A in my opinion. So wow, uh, yeah, I got to try that. <laughs> uh, so I've been doing the a the ages three and up uh, G two Minosaur pre order thing. Um, so they put the original four limbs. So they released one of the fans project Minosaur limbs, the uh, uh, the breakdown in the G two colors at a TF Con years ago. I have that one. I love the G2 Minasaur. The fucking flamboyant 80s, 90s colors are just out of control. Um, and so they decided to fund this their own G2 Minasaur through Fans Project. So I bought into all of them. Um, little scared when they started faltering on the Moz toys kickstarters and stuff like that is like oh shit because it's all kind of all tied in together they may be separate companies separate people but they're all best friends um so they finally put out the last limb and even though they haven't put the minosaur up for pre-order yet because they put out the last limb they just shipped me all of the four limbs so i got all of them I'm I'm happy with them. They're they're G2 carded, you know, replica carded figures, that kind of thing. But I'm a little upset that now they said I wrote them and I was like, what the fuck? I was hoping this would just all ship together free because I was past their little dollar point from Canada. And they're like, well, when everything comes into stock and you have nothing else on pre-order, we ship this stuff to you automatically. So now supposedly uh, Motormaster will be coming out for pre-order sometime soon. And I'll probably have to add something on to get free shipping from Canada or something. But at least I got the four limbs and they turned out really well. The cards are amazing. Exact same quality as the one they put out at TFCon. Um, I got Papa Toys Ultra Magnus, which is, this is the, I want to say the DX9 
Ultra Magnus, knockoff, a little bit oversized. Uh, great quality. This is the second Papa Toys one. I got the Reflector Papa Toys. Even though it had an incorrect piece, the quality of the plastic, of the tolerances is amazing. Um, same goes with this Ultra Magnus. Uh, and talked about that C-3PO. I did get the Jedi Luke from Walmart. And then uh, probably my favorite purchase, again, pre-order things that ship from China before I was unemployed. Um, I got, I don't know what they call it, the Huge Dragon. It's the Mech Fans Toys um, Omega Supreme, but in the Sentinel colors. Again, anytime somebody puts out a Sentinel color, unfortunately, the Sentinel Gabriel is like they put out so few of them. It's like hugely overpriced on the secondary market or I do that. Um, I always prefer to get the Sentinel version of uh, Mega Supreme. And I got this. This is he is probably about nine inches, maybe 10 inches with the tracks um, same thing as the little micro, the little mini Sentinel Omega Supreme I got from them. Um, even the tank that creates the head is interchangeable. So I got that and that's probably one of my favorite purchases, even though it comes with all kinds of extra like diaclone parts and all this kind of shit that I I probably I played with a little bit because I have a diaclone figure from Mech Fans Toys from one of their other knockoffs um, just that Omega Supreme and like Legend scale but basically is close to a Voyager a later figure nowadays um, I'm super glad to get that and I got that from uh uh, I forget what his username is on eBay, but it's it's essentially uh, Sarah Zhang. Do you know who I'm talking about, Lotus? Yeah, yeah, Sarah Zhang. Yeah. So she, so she is a user on eBay, which is the same as TF Direct. So Sarah Zhang is TF Direct yeah. as well, and she's not so, even a woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's not the woman in the bikini that yeah. is in her, <laughs> her avatar picture everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah. Um, so like I say, a lot of this was pre-orders. So don't be like, oh, look at this unemployed motherfucker trying to make money selling shit. Um, but yeah, I had quite a few toys come in over the last couple weeks all right no listener feedback and questions gonna go ahead and get in right into grab bag all right so this is going to be mandalorian spoiler spectacular um actually why don't we do this let's talk about the other three things and then we'll go back to mandalorian talk about them fast 
Yes, I know. I know. We're getting late. Transformers G1 Megatron ornament. So this isn't from their keepsake line. This is from their Walmart line. So if you have a Walmart that has tons of Hallmark ornaments, this is something you can grab now. Same as the G1 Optimus Prime ornament from last year. Not great quality, not an amazing likeness. But hey, if you're looking for an $8 G1 Megatron ornament, it's available for purchase now at places like Walmart. Um, Castle Grayskull Rug. Now, this is the one thing I wish I wasn't unemployed for. Because $200 unemployed is way too much. $200 employed, I would have done it. This is a 45-inch by 60-inch rug. They've already put this out before. But it's basically a replica of the sticker that came on the original Castle Grayskull for the dungeon. Um, so pretty huge rug. It's 100% acrylic. I really love, if you click to the second video, it's the total Ikea fucking thing. And it basically just says, unroll. Don't yeah, light it's on hysterical. fire. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> don't walk on it with fucking muddy feet and then if you have questions contact fucking <laughs> super seven but <laughs> um yeah so unfortunately i missed it the first time around i'm going to pro i'm going to probably miss it this time around but I mean, amazing, you know, if you've got a little fucking room. Now, I assume, Rock, I think yours is carpeted, right? Your yeah, it's carpeted. Room. It's carpeted, but then I bought the uh, Han Solo and Carbonite rug from Think Geek. And, oh, and I have that that's... over the rug because this used to be my the guest room. So this room used to be like pink walls and purple carpet. So at least this rug covers everything up. Yeah. <laughs> Lotus, what is your uh, display room? Is it carpet or hardwood floors, tile? Yeah. Um yeah, I have uh, I have tile and then I also have hardwood floors. So And that nice. Yeah, and ours is all hardwood floors, so I have like a Walmart gray and black rug that's this same size, so I would love to replace it with this, but it's not in the cards right now, but maybe it is for you. I mean, carpet carpet's nice, you know, nice to feel carpet, but you know, it just it's just dust, you know. So I don't I don't have yeah. any carpet in my whole house. Well, and you want to know something extremely gross about my rug is I haven't cleaned under it in probably ten years, and there is just literally dust, like a layer of dust under the entire carpet, which is not dirt that's probably like dead cells and everything else that oh god i don't even want to think about it but anyways um snake eyes movie confirmed as a reboot and i i'm kind of disappointed in this i thought they were going to try to work this into the original two movies maybe it's better because they're not beholden to that fiction that the, those storylines, the timeline, that kind of thing. But I probably pretty much everybody saw this coming, but it's been confirmed. It'll be a brand new movie in its own timeline. 
All right, motherfuckers. So, complete spoilers on the way. If you haven't watched Mandalorian, it's literally only been released for about five days now. But we have two episodes to talk about. Um, maybe you don't care about being spoiled and you just want to hear Lotus talk about a Star Wars show. <laughs> then stick around <laughs> because Lotus actually watched both episodes. Um, yeah. And so turn us off now if you don't want to hear Mandalorian spoilers. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. It was amazing. I'm going to tip my hat. I loved it. I mean, it it wasn't the best thing since sliced bread by any means, but I really dug it. Um, Okay, so Lotus, I know you just watched it today. Rock, did you watch it the night it came out, the day it launched? When, When did you see it, Rock? I watched the first one the day it came out, and then the second episode we watched it the day after it originally came out and when did when did that one launch i know peter posted the schedule i just assumed it was a week a week a week a week i didn't realize it was coming out so soon yeah that's how i think i missed it because i I saw everybody on facebook writing about so i said okay let me wait to get everybody together but yeah i absolutely love it even my whole family loves it and my son he's completely turned off to star wars since last jedi he is in love with this series Nice. So nice. It, it restored faith in him. So, and even my wife liked it. Like she, same thing. She was so pissed off with Last Jedi that she's like, "Do we really have to go to the, see this new one?" <laughs> and she's loving it. So, thumbs up from the the Mastrangelo family. <laughs> All right, Lotus. Now we uh, we we made maybe your room is not complete because we we implored you to watch this today um so you you kind of well i shouldn't i shouldn't make assumptions it seems like you might have dropped everything to watch it what did you think about it yeah i mean uh so uh i i enjoyed it i thought the i mean it's supposed to be a tv series but it definitely looks like i was kind of watching a movie so i felt like i was watching another star wars movie um it it was it was e for me it was easy to watch even though I didn't really know what the heck was going on I knew, um, like there was a couple different things that I noticed. Um, I mean, so I don't know anything about the Mandalorian. All I know is it seems like it's set it's set back. I guess in back in time. Am I is that yeah? It's it's uh, before right everything. After... No, it's right after Return of the Jedi. Okay. So it's the the fall three years of the after Empire. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, supposed to be like specifically supposed three to be three years, years after. Okay. okay. Three years after the fall of the Empire. Okay. So yeah, so he he's some you know he's obviously a bounty hunter. Um. So is so when did Boba Fett come out? Because he's a bounty hunter, right? Yeah, so he's before, so he takes place during Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Okay. Well, and he's a kid during the prequels, which people either love or hate. So, so that was all the, that of, was the, like, I didn't really understand the flashbacks, like when he was, 
he was there and he was getting some armor built for him, like some lady he went to go and he got like a shoulder piece. Yeah. There was some flashbacks. So Mandalorians are like this super prideful, honorable, like war world. Okay. And so the people that come from it are these amazing warriors. So that's why Jango Fett and Boba Fett were big in the prequels, which I won't spoil. Again, you, you may never watch them or whatever, but I won't spoil that connection. But anyway, so they're big warriors. So just like Boba Fett was a bounty hunter in the original trilogy, this guy, the Mandalorian is a bounty hunter three years after those movies. Okay. And this is the first time they've introduced the guild, which just completely puts me on the fucking uh, uh, Venture Brothers path <laughs> because they have the guild and it's all about like the bad guys and that kind of shit. But anyways, um, so they have the guild of these bounty hunters and he's just this badass, this guy from this badass culture of warriors. I, I always kind of tend to think like Krav Maga, you know, like middle Easterners that were brought up that you join the military right out of school, no matter what you serve your time, no matter what. And you come out of it kind of being a badass. Every middle Easterner that I've known, you know, whether they're doing maintenance work or are a fucking corporate guy, they served in the military in the Middle East, and they learned all these skills. Blah blah blah. But okay, so is is he is he an android? No, no, no. Okay, He's so why with... so why does he always have like electrical stuff happening with his armor, like his chest piece? So this is something new in my in my experience. Now I'm not a big EU guy or anything, but. I didn't realize that their armor plating was all electrified and had technology to it. Yeah, I, I mean, thought it was that's why I thought, I mean, I saw yeah. he had fingers, you know, so I figured, well, he's a human, yeah. but maybe he's an android or something because he's, he keeps on repairing his circuitry when he takes, you know, when he gets a, when he gets hit on in his armor. Yeah. As far as, from what I understood is that's just an, a electric, electronic armored plate okay. that keeps getting damaged when he gets into these battles. Okay. They Doc, also, have you, oh, uh, do you know any more about that? That I don't know, but they do flesh out the Mandalorians a lot more in the two cartoon series between rebels. Well, and, I'll never uh, watch that. So yeah, I no, I don't, I didn't think you would, <laughs> but they, they do. There's a lot of storylines involving the Mandalorians. I'm just in the basing cartoon. this. I'm just basing this on someone who knows nothing and we'll never watch anything else except for, you know. So I'm not looking to research going back and and doing. I'm just trying to understand what I saw. Um, and I'm with you because I haven't seen these animated uh, animated stuff that Rock's talking about. Oh yeah, the, it's it's good. I mean, the Clone Wars and Rebels are are pretty good cartoon series, but they do no, talk they a lot are, about yeah, the Mandalorians. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lotus. 
No, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I thought it was good. Um, you know, uh, so I, I, this is the first time that I understood. So I've, you know, we've always talked about this Han and Carbonite. We've talked about that numerous times. Oh, yeah. I never understood. Yeah, never seen it. <laughs> I never understood until now where he has some sort of a mechanism that he can spray and it turns his, his, uh, captured, um, you know, bounties into, what I'm guessing is a carbonite slab. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. And then yeah, he can trade it, those carbonite it, slabs for, he trades those in, right? It's like cryogenics. It's like they're, they're freezing them in this matter. So a thousand years could pass and they'll wake you up and you'll be just like what you were frozen in this carbonite. Okay. So that's the first time that I've, understand i never i you know like i said i there there's a statue that's eight thousand dollars that you have the hot and carbon i never understood how that even happened or whatever and i don't know if that's explained in one of the movies whatever but i didn't know until i watched this and this instantly you know it instantly connected the dot you know so yeah, yeah, that's Empire Strikes Back. Okay, where that happens. So, so yeah, I mean, the, so th- that was you know, and uh, yeah, I, I thought it was you know, it was fairly, it was it was good. Um, now, episode one, that's where we saw the android robot, right? Uh, IG eleven. Was that episode no. one or episode two? Uh, he, episode one. Okay. Yeah, so I I thought, I thought that robot was kind of funny. Um, he was making comments like, you know, I'm going to self destruct, and then Mandalorian would say, No, you're not. You know, I mean, there was some comedy there, and I enjoyed that. And I don't know, you know, for maybe strict fans, they don't like that kind of stuff, but I enjoyed it just as someone who knows nothing about the character or anything about Star Wars. So, yeah, and that was one of those things. So IG88 is one of my focus. Uh, focus characters. He's cool. He, he, he's, I mean, he spins around. I thought that was cool. I, oh I, I, God, I didn't dude, even know was... how he, I didn't even know any, like, I know you said he was one of your focus characters. I know we looked at, you know, those figures, the Black Series figures, but I didn't know what he actually does. I'm, but he spins around when he shoots. I thought that was cool, you know? No, nobody did. Oh. In, in, in the movies, he literally <laughs> sits there with Boba Fett and just stands there and looks at Darth Vader while he's saying, hunt this guy down. Like, yeah, there, there's been <laughs> EU stuff. Well, in, in Clone Wars, they had IG droids and Clone Wars. The, Tart- the Tartakovsky or Gindi, the Gindi Tartakovsky series, they had IG jousting droids. But, Rock, what, what do you know about these guys? Yeah, because 39-year-old spoilers, Lotus, there's one scene where you're introduced <laughs> to all the bounty hunters, and they all look badass in their own ways. And do any of them even talk in that scene? I don't think so. No. no. None of them no. say a word. The Boss boss growls. Yeah, Dengar boss doesn't say nothing. Forlom yeah. and Zuck is, yeah. So you know nothing about them. But as a kid in 1980, you got the figures. You're like, these are so badass. And none of them do anything in the movie except for <laughs> Boba Fett. And even he has he has what like 
17 lo- uh, words of dialogue in all the yeah. the trilogy or something like that. Uh, I was I love what they did with this character because it's something that you've always wanted to know more about. Uh, the comic books delve into it. You know, there was a lot of like bounty, like uh, Boba Fett versus IG-88 and them teaming up. And I think it was, uh, oh, the Shadows Rise of the Empire. Yeah, and... yeah, 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 that era. But I, I was blown away. I, I was so happy watching this. It was like everything you wanted in Star Wars that you never got to see. So I'm, I can't wait till the next episode. But yeah, the IG-88, that, I'm so glad they did what they did with it. They gave it a little personality, a little levity. It was great. And classic, like, okay, corral gunfight, right? Oh, this is like, a Western. This is purely yeah, a Western. Yeah. It's People great. Are talking about, because we didn't want to have Little Miss McFavorite watch it with us because everybody's like, oh, it's an adult take. You, sh- you saw the stormtroopers with the bloody heads on the spikes. And it's not that. I mean, there's a lot of shooting, and, and if you say those people are dead instead of stunned or whatever. Yeah. That kind of makes it adult, but yeah, it it was, it was just a Western with a lot of shooting and not a lot of blood, you know? So we're, we're going to probably rewatch it with little miss McFavorite and see if she'll take it. But yeah, that, that Western aspect of the end of that episode was amazing. I liked, um, yeah. Oh, but well, sorry to interrupt you. One of the favorite things was they finally showed you where they take a shit in Star Wars universe. The evacuator. <laughs> yeah. When I had that, I'm like, oh, oh my god, they put this in there. They show you where they go to the bathroom. And then Ryan from Star Wars goes, Of course you're the one person that picks that out to talk about it. <laughs> that was awesome. So what do you think about the space toilet? <laughs> Lotus hung up. Lotus, I think he's. I think he's talking to you. He hung up now. <laughs> he's he's treating me like I'm Peter. <laughs> Go ahead, Lotus. What were you gonna say before Rock started talking about the 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 space evacuator? Well, we were we were talking about the the western scene where you know IG88 was was shooting and. Uh, I, I thought, like I said, I thought there was some good comic relief there. I felt um, when uh, you know when they they uh, they needed to get into that base or whatever it was, and they had to mm-hmm. you know get through that door, and they both kind of look at each other, and then they look at the Gatling gun, and then they you know obviously the next scene you see is they they've used the Gatling gun to get in there. I mean, it's those little comedy things. Like I appreciate that. And like I said, I don't know if this is supposed to be funny or not, but I think it was, it was a good, you know, them playing off each other, you know, even though it was a robot, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a good scene. So. No, and I agree. And that, that is kind of a staple of, of star Wars movies is there, there is some playful fun. It's not always a Jar Jar Binks. It's not always a C3PO R2D2 joke. There is like, you know, jokes between Han and Leia, you know, or, or fucking Luke and R2, you know, there are jokes like that. So I, I think it was perfectly peppered in with something that was kind of serious, you know? Um, so end of episode one baby now it's not yoda because again this is after yoda has died but uh i i don't even know what his race is 
but a baby Yoda essentially is what we see at the end of the episode. He shoots IG-11 in the head, which considering he's in every promotional picture of this show, I can't imagine that he's not just going to get repaired, right? And show up on his next bounty, you know, like, like I can't imagine that IG-11 is in, in five minutes, but if he is, I may still keep the toy. I, I mean, I totally haven't opened these toys just because I want to return them if somebody's only in the show for five minutes, but I may still keep them because that scene was so badass with yeah. him just shooting fucking everybody. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so he shoots IG-11 because he plays by the rules and says this thing's supposed to be dead. The Mandalorian shoots his ass and keeps Baby Yoda alive and it's the cutest fucking thing ever. It's so cute. In his, in his little remote egg that just follows the fucking Mandalorian. Like, it's just set to be 20 feet behind him at all times, you know? Uh, Rock, what do you think about Baby Yoda? It's one of the cutest things since uh, Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, my wife's like, oh, she thought the Porgs were cute. Oh, forget that. This is... uh. <laughs> They did. I mean, the show is brilliant. I mean, I just feel like from top to bottom, they just did everything perfect. Like, there was not one part of this show that I watched that I didn't say, "Oh, I hated this. I hated that." Because normally I pick things apart when I watch it. I was thrilled with this. I mean, that was definitely a big surprise, and I, I just love it. It was so cute. So we get him trying to leave the world in episode two, and his ship is completely. <sighs> ransacked by off-world Jawas, red-eyed Jawas. Um, I I dug that he started just fucking disintegrating them, and then they took off, and he's trying to, like, get into this fucking trash truck, essentially, finally gets to the top, and there's 15 of them that just fucking electromagnetic blast him and he falls off like that was, I, the whole time I was like dude just get in there like what the fuck it has it has 70 doors on this side why can't you just get in there but they just keep throwing shit and hitting him with shit so I thought that was a good use of uh, so Lotus this is like a big part like 10-15 minutes of the original Star Wars is this sand crawler is what they call them the the fucking um oh my god it's so drunk i'm getting the jawas all these jawas them putting out droids for sale them bartering trading and scavenging was a big part of star wars um so rock knowing the history of this what did you think of this Oh, it was great. I mean, the whole thing was like, it's like the train ride. You know what I mean? It's the train, the runaway train that he's trying to get into. It's going through the cavern. Oh, it was great. I mean, everything about it was awesome. The only thing that, I mean, there's a lot of callbacks to Star Wars, but obviously because he's in armor wearing the helmet, he didn't make any note of like they smell. Because that was the only thing that they've always made is Jawa smell. Oh, yeah. True. But that was but other than that, it was great to see the inside of the the sand crawler. You realize how big it is. I mean, how they destroyed his ship. I mean, how quickly they did it. 
and <laughs> and talk about Middle Eastern people and being that they're off worlds and desert, but you know how they always like to barter and chaggle, like that whole part with the trying to do the trade. Or, hey, what are we going to give you to get your parts back? Oh, I loved it. Oh God, absolutely we'll loved to, it. We'll get to the egg, but uh, Lotus, what did you think of these scenes? This kind of. Like you say, I think that's a good point you make, Rock. Like this this chain train chase scene, you know, essentially. Like we're seeing a lot of we're seeing a lot of like old school movie tropes, right? We're seeing the Western. Yeah. We're seeing the heartwarming. Now we're seeing uh, a a chain, you know, train I keep saying chain. Train chase. Uh, Lotus, what did you think about this part of the second episode? Yeah, yeah, it was it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I yeah. This is yeah. this is your pickup, right? You saw this cool, amazing pilot episode of a show, which always needs to grab people. Now this is the second episode. Do you think it picked up strong? Like, were you like, okay, I like the first episode, and now I'm buying into the second episode? Um, yeah, I mean, I, the second episode was the only thing that I liked. It was Baby Yoda throughout the whole thing because, you know, right after I think uh, he gets knocked off of that sand crawler, I think that's when his chest armor is damaged again. And he has to fix it. Is that right after that or no? No, I think his chest armor gets damaged when he's fighting that thing with the horn. Okay, but, well, no, but I, he I, wakes up and Baby Yoda's just like sitting there waiting for him. No, right. I the I don't remember if it was in episode one or episode two, but I I just really liked where Baby Yoda actually hopped out of his cradle and oh, and yeah, yeah, reached, yeah. you know, looked like he was you know Mandalorian was fixing his his armor, and Baby Yoda put up his his arm, you know. And, oh yeah, because he's trying to heal the gash in his arm. Yeah, and and, and, and yeah, the Mandalorian yeah. just picks him up and puts him back in his cradle. He doesn't like, really know what he's doing, and he did it twice. The Baby Yoda came yeah, out again. Jumps. You know, so <laughs> yeah, I those are the that's just a very it's just a very cute and and uh, yeah, it's just the Baby Yoda thing was really I think just. I was just always watching Baby Yoda <laughs> figure out what he was going to do next. You know, if he was going to do something different, because he's just hovering next to this this whole scene. He's just hovering there, <laughs> you know. So well, and the crazy thing is, and like I say, if you know Yoda is like eight hundred years old. Well, they said the this was. He movies. said he was fifty years yeah, old. Yeah, fifty years old, and he's still this little tiny thing. So I agree. I've I've was I watched him the entire time. I. I'm a big guy, like, in a party scene, I'm not watching the main actors. I'm watching what all the extras are doing behind them. They made... Like, what, are they doing the peas and carrots? Yeah. Like, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Like, or are they actually doing something cool? Yeah, I, I don't know what that means, peas and carrots. But uh, the <laughs> if, if you paid attention to Baby Yoda, uh, he had... Uh, they actually had his hair actually moving with the with the wind. So I thought that was good, but they're like even when uh like anytime they showed Baby Yoda, they that you know, they put a lot of effort into even making his little hair, you could see little hairs actually moving. 
uh, on the top of his head. So I thought that was good too. Like they really pay attention to a lot of, you know, a lot of details and put a lot of time into the, the, the look of the movie, you know? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, so we end the episode with, uh, well, not end it, but, um, Mrs. McFavorite almost threw up once they get the egg and they fucking slice it open then just start. She even grossed out even more because I was telling her Jawas have like fabric over their mouths and everything. So they're literally shoving that raw egg like through fabric and everything, just shoving it into their mouth holes. So I thought that was that was a very interesting thing that they were just so like the egg, the egg. And then what do they do when they get it? Like 10 of them just start scooping it out with their fucking hands. It was the space Cadbury egg. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Miss McFavor was just like, she hates raw eggs to begin with. But. So that was interesting. Um, so we get the. It, so did you guys know Miss McFavorite had to point this out to me? The Ugnaught that teaches him how to ride those lizards and helps him repair his ship. That was Nick Nolte. Yeah, I noticed that right away. The voice. Oh, see, like to me, it was too sub. She's like that. That's Nick Nolte. I'm like, no fucking way. He's like too calm. He's too subdued. You just picture him to be all crazy nowadays. But yeah. Well, that's the way he's depicted in Angel is Fallen because we saw that recently, and he's a crazy oh. old man living off the grid, and you know, all don't trust anybody. Doesn't have a phone. <laughs> yeah, that's his new role. But yeah, the voice was perfect nice gravelly you know fit fit well so lotus will have two new episodes in between each episode of this show are you are you down to keep watching and and do a review with with us each episode oh yeah i mean i i i think the show is good i mean i think it you know i i think it uh for someone coming in without any knowledge of you know the character i think it did a good job of of kind of explaining you know kind of who he is and what he does Mm -hmm. the only thing i didn't really understand out of the whole thing was the you know the 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 flashbacks when he was having his new armor forged i didn't really get what that flashback was part of so yeah and and to tell you the truth we don't know either like that's not at least I don't know. As far as I know, that's not from an EU thing or anything. So I think that'll be revealed more over the course of the of the season. So yeah. All right. Well, rocks at two percent, so he's about to fall off. My headphones are beeping in my ear incessantly because my battery's dying. So we hope you enjoyed this very spoilerish talk of the Mandalorian. I'm very glad to hear that you like it lotus and like you say i agree with you i think it's just a good show there there's some easter eggs in there for longtime star wars fans some some worlds they talk about some technology they talk about that we get that lotus doesn't get but all in all i think it's just a good tv show and again not 
at least currently in my opinion not so adult that you can't have your younger ones watch it with you now other parents might think there's too much violence that kind of stuff there is some hacking and slashing and shooting but um yeah doug the mandalorian and i guess we will see you suckers sooner rather than later or later rather than sooner peace Peace. 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 Peace.